I have. Hey, hi everybody. Well, 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 welcome. Hi, hi. Uh, Hola. Um, I'm Khalib Abdul. I made this joke before. I'm not gonna repeat it. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I'm Caleb. I'm Ryan, and I have a fun fact for you guys. Did you know, Caleb? This is gonna mean nothing to you, but did you know that the guy who voiced Max Goof in a Goofy movie is also the guy who voiced Boone in Fallout New Vegas? Pretty interesting, isn't it? Now you're not going to be able to not hear it. Welcome to the podcast, guys. We are joined by nobody except for ourselves. <laughs> these are one of these times where I feel like you just told me a flat-out lie, but at the same time, I believe... Oh, no, it's, it's like, like, I know, I know the whole, like, <laughs> is he is he bullshitting, is he not thing is like, but no, this is real, this is real. Same fucking yeah. voice actor. It's it's hilarious, because it sounds like Max Goof trying to be edgy, because he does like a Batman voice. He's oh like, my, oh, my, my wife is dead. I fucking hate my life. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's the entire character. Oh my God. You should play Fallout New Vegas. I don't know what has taken you so long. I don't know what is taking me so long. Maybe it's the multiple open world games I still have saved on my PCs and consoles that I've yet to touch. It's on the list. It's definitely on the list. It's 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 gonna be a while. And uh I think that's definitely gonna be on the list after I'm done with like uh Assassin's Creed uh Valhalla. I was gonna say Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> <laughs> got two both my Viking games mixed up. Ugh, oh god. <laughs> but That'll be for something later, but yeah, I I gotta get into that. Uh, I I remember tr starting uh, uh, Fallout Three, but I think at some point where I got to to this one town that's like uh, built on top of like a highway. I after I got done with that, I I went on a whole mission with those aliens and uh, Fallout Three. Oh Jesus! And you okay? And th then that's when I dropped off. I'm gonna piss off a lot of people. Uh, Fallout 3 is fucking garbage. <laughs> okay. Play Fallout New Vegas. I'm sitting here listening to it, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I remember all that, but not really. Fucking New Vegas, man. New Vegas. Okay, New Vegas is the answer, okay. New Vegas it's, is the answer. It's the best RPG ever made. Don't fucking at me, anybody. Planescape Torment? Oh, Psh, bullshit. Shit. Disco Elysium, oh, get out of here. Fallout New Vegas <laughs> is the best. The factions are good, they make sense, and they actually have good motivations. The fucking, like, the world is nice, things are thought out. There's a lot of shit that's kind of janky, but that's to be expected by a ga or from a game that was developed on an engine that Bethesda made. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I, I see you. I see you. And do you want to shit on all the Skyrim community? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, your your game is kind of it's kind of stinky, guys. You know why? Uh, fucking Oblivion was more fun to play for me. You're you're talking Oblivion, where the audio sounds it has a meme for it. Yes. That Oblivion. Yeah. Okay. Morrowind, Morrowind was even more fun. 
Okay. Did you ever play? I, did you ever play Morrowind? Wait, Morrowind, the the RPG, the MMO part. No, Morrowind or... is the game that came before Oblivion and the Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I I, I vaguely remember because someone uh, tried to give me the whole lore of Oblivion and uh, how. Oh yeah, good luck with uh, that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm being I'm being a bit of a cunt. I do apologize. Skyrim isn't the worst game ever made. It is a competent, uh, a competent fantasy video game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why that okay. why that took me so long. Is it uh, okay? So like. You'd rather have, like, a shooter RPG than... Oh, no, no, no. I enjoy fantasy games. Dark Souls is one of my favorites. Okay. I just, like... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that, that's why I was trying to, like, uh, make sure... That, that's oh, yeah, no, Skyrim, don't Skyrim is stinky because there's no gun. Right. <laughs> no, it's not. I enjoy fantasy stuff. I just think Skyrim's kind of, like... It's Bethesda. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because they put they put all their time and effort in that game since 2010, and it's like there. I was expecting like another Oblivion game by now, and that Elder Scrolls Six is still in production, and I haven't heard anything since. Like, I remember when everybody got super excited when they announced uh, Elder Scrolls Six. Oh yeah. And I just sat there and said. That all they showed was a 3D of uh, hills or something like that. They showed look at look at these look at these photo scanned rocks. Look at how much effort okay. that we've gone to to model these rocks. Right, <laughs> and, and it's it's nothing. It's really nothing. I don't. Okay, let's take Fallout seventy six for example. Okay, so. When that first got announced and everything, it was ready. It had a demo, and everyone knew it was going to be shit as soon as it came out. Where do you think that it'll be anywhere different with Elder Elder Scrolls Six coming out? I mean, I think I, I think they're putting see. all their fucking money into it. I think they're gonna try to make it good. I think they might have even learned lessons that they they fucked up with on Skyrim, and they might make it more like Morrowind because everybody and their mom has been like. Oh, Morrowind's the best Elder Scrolls game, and it, in my opinion, is. Uh, but I feel like that's what's gonna happen now that they've heard it. So I have faith. Uh, I don't know their fucking their other game, the space game that they've been making. Have you heard about that? Oh, the one that uh, was it Elden Ring? No, Elden Ring. Like Elden Ring is fucking oh, FromSoft. <laughs> It, it, it was something ring for them. I I, I know it, it has something to do with like a ring or something like that. But I forget what it was called. It's called Starfield. Um, Starfield? Yeah. What the fuck did I get a ring from? Okay, yeah, Starfield. It's yeah, called I, Starfield. It looks pretty neat. There's allegedly okay. some leaked images from it that look interesting. I mean, it's the next like jump for them. I hope. Because we have fantasy, we have uh, um, sci sci. Well, I guess post-apocalyptic science fiction. Uh, yes. So I guess space science fiction is the next step. Yeah. Because 
yeah. Like, I want to have all my hopes for, like, what the fastest future is be, but... It after seventy six, it's been like like a big disappointment. They bought or they got bought by Microsoft, so I really fucking hope uh, they did. They they managed to not fuck things up. We'll see, we'll see. Like the state of where Halo is, it, it's kind of like iffy. Right oh now, man, so. don't fucking remind <laughs> me that Infinite might not be good. <laughs> don't. It's Doom. It's Doom. <laughs> That's fine. I, 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 yeah, no. I, I still have some speculation. Because mm. after the latest Halo, that, that was like... I don't even Halo know. Halo 5 was absolute garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I enjoyed out of that was where the Arbiter... I think we said this before. Like I enjoyed the Arbiter mm -hmm. in general, and in that game, and that's it. Everything else is just shit. They, they tried to push a, another Master Chief, yeah, Master Chef, uh, Master Chief, uh, that I uh, didn't care for. Um, what was it, Spartan Lock? Lock, yeah, Spartan Lock. Yeah, Spartan Lock. Um, and. He did. I didn't care enough for the character to ha have any connection with him. So why would I care? Why would I replace him over Master Chief, who who's been there for like over decades for me? Spartan Lock didn't help me learn to ride a bike. <laughs> Spartan Lock's not my real dad. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it's still up in the air with Bethesda and the other companies right now. So, right now it's we'll see. But you know what? The 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 bar has been lowered a little bit because of things with CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk. Oh, God. So I'm gonna give everyone a chance at this point. So yeah, you keep ready. reminding me that awful things happened this last year. Yeah. <laughs> You really wanted Cyberpunk to be good. We all wanted Cyberpunk to be good, you know. Damn it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, short of short of uh, continuing on this uh, horrible episode of depression, let's continue and do something that isn't fucking terrible. Oh, you mean like Battlefield Five? Uh, that wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. Um, the multiplayer was not no. great. No, yeah, yeah, it was not great. Um, cause I, I only touched it a little bit, and I did not have fun. I, it was just, it, it was lesser than like Battlefield Four. Battlefield Four had like so much like environmental destruction mm -hmm. and like openness to it, but it, it seemed like they, they really put themselves back down to, like, Call of Duty standards, which I hate. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, Modern okay, Warfare okay, 2019 was really good. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Asshole. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, yeah, so I, I I started playing Battlefield Five, um, mostly the campaign, uh, to bring conclusion to my Battlefield uh I guess you would call journey. it a franchise look. Journey, yeah. Uh, so, here, yeah, here, here we are to the 
uh, semi end until Biofield Six comes out, whenever that comes out. Um, and I quite enjoyed this campaign. It's was I enjoyed it a lot better than I did with Heartline or Four, for that matter. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna say. I think it's up up there, kind of next to Four for me. But well, the thi- the thing above. about Battlefield, the thing about Battlefield One and Battlefield Five, is that. They did the war stories thing, right? Yes. It's so hard to objectively look at a game when it does so many things like that. I can't just blank. Yeah. You can't just blanket say like, "Oh, Battlefield Five sucks ass." It's like, no. Some parts of it, some fucking, some battles or war stories are shit. Some are pretty good. Hmm. You know what? You're you're totally right because, um, it. Before, like, what, Battlefield 4, uh, uh, before Battlefield 1 and uh, 5, how many, like, other games have just been, have you playing as just Americans and showing you just mm-hmm. perspectives? Because Americans can definitely do no wrong, right? And so Battlefield takes that up and gives you different perspectives of the Germans, the Italians, the... Uh, British, they they show you what war was like for each like faction, and I think that definitely gives you a more advantage. It gives it a more advantage than four was, because four was just your you have your stereotypical American group, and I talked about it before of how like I hate how characters always disobey uh direct orders because they they feel like because real soldiers wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make any sense. So why would you disobey that kind of order? So you know, it's uh, it, uh but but Battlefield Five, I enjoyed uh characters who are so dedicated to what they believe in that they'll fall for like their beliefs, and I think uh, Battlefield Five really captured that. Especially we we talked about it before about the the last mission uh with the tiger. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I love Battlefield Five. Did something that I never thought I'd see mm. in a big game, and coming from Dice, who are kind of really into the whole political correctness thing, which I'm not gonna get into, because um, that was a whole thing when the game launched. Yeah, seeing Germans portrayed in a light that isn't like literal. Like, the, the the word Nazi is used as a fucking, you know, a, a barometer for complete evil. But there's... I'm gonna say some shit. <laughs> there's been uh, reports... You know, the history, history said that not every German was sympathetic to the Nazi cause. And I do believe that. I don't believe... I, I believe that they were complacent in what was happening and that it's awful, but I do believe that there were some who were not into the cause. Battlefield Five has you see that. Because yeah. there's Germans in that game, you play as one, in fact, that has a fucking change of heart and just decides to stop fighting. Right. <laughs> like, it, 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 I, I said this before, like, um, definitely perspective plays in the, the whole game. And when I mean by perspective, I mean, like, uh, like you said before, like, um, obviously there were some Germans who were uh, rebellious to the idea, which why I recommend like you check out Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit does a really good uh, perspective on that and how like 
some people didn't really believe that much into uh, the propaganda. And then, uh, and of course, when the turn of the war happened, a lot changed. And then you re- revealed the cover of how many people were actually part of this cause and how many died for the cause. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting how uh, Battlefield captured that in this last mission to the point of, I guess I'll spoil it a little bit more. Um, where you you play as the main uh, this main character who is like high general, I guess, mm-hmm. of of his uh group. Oh, and, oh, tank commander. Yeah, he's tank commander. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he's like a, a tank commander, and he goes and uh has a engineer who is very semi on the line of the belief. He he'll do what he has to do, but. He keeps telling uh, the commander that I don't know about this whole thing. You know, uh, it seems like the turn of the war is happening. We should just leave now. And then the commander's like, are you a coward? And uh, throughout the story, you see that this commander turns from one side to the other, especially in the end where you see the a great a great betrayal on the commander's face oh uh, yeah as, uh the german army blows up the bridge and leaves them to have the americans pretty much uh fall on top of them and it's it's very well like you worse to describe it is very uh very uh, climatic almost oh yeah and, uh <laughs> and I, I definitely enjoyed uh, how uh, you can have this character just change mid game, and uh, but you also have uh, like this other young character that's devoted into like the cause. Literal actual and Hitler youth. Yes, <laughs> and he shoots the guy who wants to abandon the mission, and that's when you go to man, war is fucking hell. <laughs> There are just so many views on this, and it's it just falls right on top of each other, and I I I enjoyed that so much, um, and that part of that what makes the game for me, especially the first mission. Uh, I I I messaged you Ryan about it about how like the uh, British, uh, I, I want to say he was a prisoner at one point, and then he was uh, became a soldier by default. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just loved. Uh, him and this other commander just holding off the German uh, army, uh, singing like a, a old shanty. Uh, it was just hilarious to me, and uh, <laughs> I, I still have the song uh, stuck in my head <laughs> after playing. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's a long way. It's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, um other than that, um yeah, Battlefield 5 may be my top favorite campaigns in the whole journey of me playing the games and uh if I were to ever play all these games again, probably not. Um I would definitely put 5 and 1 on my list uh and Hardline for that matter. Uh, I'm not Hardline, I'm sorry. Um Bad Company. Okay. <laughs> I was about Bad to stomp I was about to come up there and stomp your guts out. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> as much good as I talk about BF5 and BF1, Bad Company 2 is still the best. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I far enjoyed that too. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think Bad Company 3 needs to be coming out. I think there needs to be Battlefield 3 remastered. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. I... <laughs> You can you can kill me later. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Battlefield Five Journey, uh, Battlefield Journey are over. Uh, maybe I'll look at Call of Duty someday when when I buy all of them. It's, but it's super expensive for no reason. Oh yeah, no. So, try getting Black Ops Two. It's like it's still sixty dollars. Why? That came out so long ago. I remember being like coming home after school or something like that, and it was like uh, Veterans Day. I tried to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna everyone play Veterans Mode and all that shit." (laughs) Yeah, it it should not be that expensive. Uh, But yeah. Um, Speaking of another series that I looked at, I uh, I looked at Die Hard. The all diehards. Had you and, uh, had you ever seen a movie of Die Hard before? No, I have not. Not a single one. Uh, I know all like all the references a little bit. I I know Yippie Kaye, motherfucker. And, uh, I, I I was shown a scene from Die Hard Three where he stands in the middle of this black neighborhood. Of saying I hate N words and it was, it was fucking hilarious to me and <laughs> uh, I and after that I was motivated to like try to watch all these because there's there's uh, after seeing that I'm like there's got to be something to all these Die Hard movies yeah so and, yeah what do you think um I liked two and a half movies what so, okay. Have you watched the entire series? I have watched the entire series. Okay. So, I think I know which ones you don't like. Uh, you know, I want to play this game. Which movies do you think You I didn't enjoy? like Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, I half. I half like that. I half like that. That's the, that's one, with, the, that's the one that's with the, the hacker half. kid, right? Yes. I, I. That's why I say I half. It was... It was enjoyable to see Boomer and Zoomer uh, both go and fight the Millennials. I, I like that. That was fun. And then you didn't like um, the one after that. I did not like that one. That one was boring. That, that, that one was just action, man. Which <laughs> it, it reminded me of, uh, of uh, J- Jason Bourne movies where it's just, oh my god, it's... It's uh, Action Man Zero, and he's gonna <laughs> blow up things, and he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna go to the silo. He's gonna, gonna discover the big villain's plan, and and what for? Uh, but uh, before I I tell you the ones I like, any more guesses as the ones I liked anymore? Uh, you liked the first one. Mm-hmm. You had that's to. A, uh, that's a free space. Uh, and then the. F- Third one was your other one that you liked. Yes. So yeah, that, those are the big three: uh, Live Free, Die Hard, Die Hard Three, and then Die Hard One. Th- those are like not not even in that order, uh, but those are the ones I like paid attention more because I, I try to judge a movie of how much focus it can give me sometimes, and the, Die Hard Two gave me zero 
focus. Like I What happened in Die I Hard looked, 2? Die Hard 2 was uh John McClane is in an airport and terrorists attack. Um because they are trying to conduct a heist to free another terrorist. Okay, and then the third one was the one with Samuel Jackson, right? Yes. Okay. That's the one I enjoyed because it was uh let's rob the uh uh the gold uh deposit in New York. I, I like that. Um and uh John McClane is friends with Samuel Jackson and Samuel Jackson really doesn't want no part of this, but he's in it anyways. So mm-hmm. like um uh and then uh of course, Die Hard 1 is going to be up there because I enjoyed Snape being the villain um, and or whatever the actor for Severus Snape is. Uh, That's uh, Alan Rickman. Yes. Um, I like Alan Rickman being the villain uh, that that is just hard German and is trying to out... He's this, like, this smart villain... That of course he's going to take advantage of all the dumb cops in the area because the cops have no idea how to deal with a terrorist like this, and but John McClane just is like big uh, hero cop dude, and he's like, te- uh, of course, uh, he, uh, he's going to be car- uh, friends with Carl of uh, Carl from like uh, Family Matters, um, whose name I can't remember. And, yeah. <laughs> And uh, they're going to uh, team up together from the outside and inside to uh, give as much information about who the terrorists are and then defeat them. And it's the best Christmas story I've ever seen. Uh, and mind you, I hate all Christmas. So <laughs> that's a big Oh, yeah. Um, no, Christmas movies are fucking awful. Christmas as a whole is awful. Anybody who thinks it's their favorite holiday, they're wrong. They actually mean Halloween, but they're so brain damaged that they don't actually know what to say. <laughs> like, I, I like... There's only two Christmas movies I like. I like Die Hard, and then I like uh, Christmas Story, because Christmas Story is just normal. It's not like the real Christmas was the friends along the way, and... Oh my god, there's never been a bad Christmas ever. Have you ever I seen... A... Have you ever seen fucking... Uh, Christmas Vacation? Uh, talk about National... Your National Lampoon's Moon? Christmas Vacation. I was in the middle of watching all of them, and I... Before I got here, I, I got done with uh, halfway through two. Okay. So, I it's on the list. It, <laughs> I, I need to watch that, because I hear... That that's the shit too. Or, I I guess. Yeah, no, the vacation movies are really good. I think you're gonna like the new one because I think that was the last comedy movie made that was actually worth watching. Really? Mm. Okay. Mm. That that's okay. That that's interesting. Okay, because I, I saw it. I'm like, isn't that similar to the one where uh the, this family needs to go. Uh, uh, drive these drugs. Yep, in North America. that one's where the Millers, and then okay. the va- the new vacation is kind of it feels really similar to that, but it's not as mean spirited in its comedy. It's just kind of like I don't know if maybe the movie's like only good to me, but I very much enjoyed it. Okay, I think it was the okay. last good comedy movie that was made. Interesting, interesting. Okay, because. G- g- uh, 
definitely i and i i enjoyed this version of chubby chase because chubby this version of chubby chase isn't an asshole um and or at least i don't think i i don't know he had that weird thing with dan Harmon for a while and that that's where i get my weird take on chevy chase you think he's an asshole um, yeah because <laughs> dude go uh, like calls um apparently according to like uh uh to like articles and stuff like that he was like a drama queen in like most productions for like movies and stuff like that um he he made racial uh jokes towards donald glover even though he didn't like like him um and then I, I that's pretty much all I know is that he had like a heated argument with Dan Harmon, and he said racial things to like uh, Donald Glover. Oof, and that's it. <laughs> I'm like, that seems like good nasty. job, Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah, uh, but other than that, yeah, uh, uh, I I enjoy uh, these because they're very similar to like spoof movies that I uh, that I want to elaborate more on a video mm -hmm. on, of what happened to them but yeah uh what were we talking about for we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about battlefield or die hard die hard yes and how it's the only good <laughs> christmas movie yes um and yeah so i enjoyed die hard one uh, of course uh die hard two i enjoyed the least because uh, i i was so not into it all, all i know is it worked out in the end and i guess i from what others told me, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. It just works out. Okay. And so um, I moved on to Die Hard 3. Die Hard 3 was probably my favorite. Yeah, that and one's pretty good. That, it, it's weird, too. I, I looked on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a super low rating. What? And I'm like, why is this so low? <laughs> this is way more fun than the second one. And uh, it, I think it was more like uh, it had too much action or some shit like that because Rotten Tomatoes is just weird. Um, but, yeah, that one had, like, a bunch of moving parts that worked out in the end, whereas Die Hard 2 had a bunch of moving parts that didn't work out all, all, all that much. Yeah, so on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 59%. And I'm like, What? Fifty nine percent, not even like a six. Like I, I, I would guess like sixty or seventy percent. Mm -hmm. It's just fifty nine percent. I didn't understand why, but yeah. So it, it had an opposite effect of what I think Die Hard Two had. Yeah. So it, it should have done a lot better in my opinion. But anyways, if um, if fucking critics knew what they were talking about, then we wouldn't be in the scenarios we're in these days yeah yeah like we, we weren't we going to talk is... about the the cinematic career of david ayer um isn't that I something so, yeah. yeah we were going to talk because fucking they released a new yeah, still yeah, yeah, from we're... suicide squad or whatever the fuck's going on what movie is that yeah, is that the new what we're talking about bright or, no uh, we're talking about suicide the, the joker dressed up bright. as osama bin jesus Oh, oh, uh, Jared Lowe's Joker in the, the Snyder Cut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what the so, fuck? That's the Snyder Cut? Yeah. 
that's recent, bro. That's coming out soon. Oh Jesus, that's, that's gonna be live. <laughs> I thought that was like from a new movie. Oh well, no. That okay. Mm. Well, okay. So the Snyder Cut is going to be a new released. So you know how there's remastered video games? Yeah. It's go- it's gonna be like that for Justice League. Oh. Because my impression was that it was the original cut of the movie before they handed it off to somebody else. Nope. It, they, they recently filmed, they refilmed a bunch of scenes in there. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so, all those shots you have of Batman uh, in his Injustice stuff, uh, J- Jared Lowe Joker being Jesus Christ, that's all going to be in there. And it's going to be a four-hour production. Jesus Christ. Like, the whole movie's going to be four hours. Why? <laughs> I mean, I that's get I get I'm people excited. were excited to see the Snyder Cut, but, like, are you that excited? <laughs> They've been screaming about it for years after that Justice League came out. And I... I don't know why. Okay, okay, okay. Let I'm about to say something that's very controversial. Okay, so one, I know you guys enjoy DC and DC movies and stuff like that, and you really want DC movies to be good. I want DC movies to be good, but they have no ground to lay on because they fucked it up after Batman v Superman. I think they fucked it. I think they fucked it up before that. They they had Man of Steel and Man of Steel was okay in comparison because it it was one Superman movie and then they skipped a whole like setup for Batman v Superman because they didn't have a Batman because they had already did uh, Christian Bale's Batman so it's it's all mixed up <laughs> and, and then they um. Uh, they they uh they decided to add Wonder Woman in Batman v Superman without introducing Wonder Woman beforehand, and then she got her movie afterwards, and then uh Aquaman or no, and then they started the Justice League movie after that, and then um then they're like introducing Aquaman, Cyborg, and all other characters that haven't even gotten their movie all in one thing, and they're just skipping so much. Yeah. So it's. It's so confusing. It's so confusing. And it I, I, I it to me it feels well, like they, they were really trying to catch up to Marvel and instead of riding their coattails and doing what they were doing after they did it, I feel like DC or the people behind the DC universe, the cinematic, whatever the fuck, were trying to get to where Marvel was going before Marvel got there. Exactly. But I want things to go so slow that even if you're not into DC, you have a great way of understanding it. So someone back when I was going to AI said, this this is a movie made for DC fans. And I understand that. And I... I, I I am I, I am guilty of being a gatekeeper myself, but um, I, at the same time, I want other people to love DC as much as they love Marvel now. Uh, so you know, people can start reading the comics and ask more questions because I love when people come up to me who 
um because uh, they know that I know more about comics, and they ask me, "Who is this character over here? What are they talking about over here?" And and they're like, "Oh well, yeah, it's it's interesting what they're gonna go with this. I I like that." But when it comes to DC, people are like, uh, "I like the funny man. I like the clown pimp. I like the <laughs> that's all I know, and that's all they have established." And they no one is asking about. Okay, what is up with that injustice scene in Batman v Superman? Why did he get premonitions of Superman going evil? And then I gotta be like, I don't know what what that was. It's so. because eighteen million fucking different people are all trying to take it in their own direction. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a mess. There's no common ground. There's no common ground. It is a fucking mess. <laughs> and. I, from what I hear, they're they're gonna see if they can rebuild after this, but I I doubt it's gonna be anything good. Um, but we'll see. That it's coming out soon. I think it, uh, the Snyder Cup comes out next week. Uh, and uh, I plan to take a look at that with a bunch of people um over Discord. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, there was something else I wanted to talk about the Snyder Cut too, but. At this point, I am all out of ranting <laughs> about that movie because I I know there's gonna be a lot of people coming at me later about you know what it is, Ryan. Um, someone pointed this out on TikTok. I I, I saw um or I follow. Um, he said that if if DC is wrong and if DC is a bad movie, that means I'm wrong because I established my whole persona around this like movie in production so that is one of my biggest problem with the fan base when it comes to the dceu right now yeah it kind of feels it does feel like a lot of people base their entire personality around dc shit then again that's true of marvel people because like i fucking comic book nerds are you guys are ridiculous stop fucking talking to me (laughs) but don't you want to know about how have have sex <laughs> I fucking hey, eh, hey. comic book nerds. Excuse <laughs> me. Is it one of. Don't you like Kevin Smith, sir? Me? <laughs> yeah. God, no. No, you don't like Kevin Smith? <laughs> I'm not a fan of his. Really? Oh my God. I, prefer, I prefer the other Kevin. Mr. James. He's a comedic genius, and everything he's done has been gold. Kevin, I've never heard of this person. The, f- the fuck, you've never heard of Kevin James? How the fuck have you, you know that name. Maybe I have. You know Maybe that I'm fucking name. out on him right now. <laughs> James. I'm going to lose, oh my god. Paul fucking Blart. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy's, <laughs> the joke is dead because you didn't immediately go, fuck you. <laughs> You killed it. We <laughs> can't. Not anything else but Paul Blart. <laughs> yeah, Paul Blart's a genius. Kevin Smith is a hack. <laughs> but Paul Blart is Campbell Chicken Noodle Soup. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's there. And, and, and when someone says SpaghettiOs, they're like, "What?" <laughs> Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's enough about mm. Justice League. Uh, okay, I'm gonna walk back my previous statement, because I just remember that Kevin Smith made Clerks. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I do enjoy some of his <laughs> films. I'm not a fan of him as a person, but Clerks 1, Clerks 2, Jay and Silent Bob are kind of like... Well, you see, I based so much of my personality around these properties that I feel like if they fail, I fail. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've ended up at circle. <laughs> time, time is a flat circle. Yeah, yeah. We'll do this again. <sighs> and we'll learn nothing from it. <laughs> Cool. Um, so yeah. Um, um, yeah. So that that was my looks into Die Hard. Um, I enjoyed parts of it, um, and I didn't enjoy other parts of it. But I think to this day, uh, 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 the the badass that is the main character, whose name I'm blanking on, even though I just said it a couple times. Bruce Willis uh, plays John McClane. John, John, John McCain. John, <laughs> Senator John McCain. <laughs> Yippee ki I lost the fucking. Yippee ki I'm a coward and I ran away from Vietnam. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I, I say, I say these things and I feel like immediately people are gonna be like, Ryan, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. That. That was Die Hard. Uh, um. Uh, so, uh, flip of a coin to semi good movies. I. I watched a really bad movie the other day. Um. So. Okay. We. We have to caveat right this. This is a children's movie that was made for children. I know. I know. This is a. This is something that like. A one-year-old or a two-year-old or a five-year-old might watch. It's something the parents are going to put on to stop their kids from watching Elsa Spider-Man videos all goddamn day. Because you can't let them watch Elsa Spider-Man videos all goddamn day. I know. And that HBO Max but subscription, I... you're not just watching whatever the fuck it is you watch. Your kid wants to watch, too. Okay, okay, okay. Rebuttal. What, what parents can afford HBO Max right now? I know, too. In my immediate Ooh. friend circle, who have children and can afford HBO Max right now. <laughs> oh, do they have HBO Max? Right they now? do. They absolutely. They have all the shit. Oh, oh, oh well. Okay, fuck. okay. <laughs> One of them is a GPS installer for trucking companies uh, who makes twenty dollars an hour, and the other makes fifteen an hour. They're pretty well set up. Okay, 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 okay. These are rich, semi-smart people, right? Uh, okay. Semi, okay. <laughs> <laughs> semi. That's why I said semi. They're above the average line, at least. Anyways, what fucking um, movie did you watch? We're done talking economics. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I watched the Tom and Jerry movie because I like trash, and I'm a trash human being. I'm the like trash man. Uh, yes. <laughs> and... uh. I decided to watch this trash movie knowing full good well is trash. Uh, but I wanted to talk about how much trash it is. Uh, and so, and if you say, yes, it's made for children, I don't think children are that dumb. But, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to talk about this trash movie. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> um, so, Tom and Jerry movie. I decided to watch it. 
Um, and oh my god, this movie was just so bad. Uh, that I, I, in comparison, Space Jam was a masterpiece. Did you watch the new Space and Jam? Not no, that has to come. Oh, out. okay, that, that comes out in July. I, you I'm see, so I'm so disconnected from like the world. <laughs> it, it's fine. I I was confused of where thing when this thing's coming out now to the point where I forgot that Godzilla and Snyder Cut comes out this month. So two there there are just two big HBO Max movies coming out this month. It's it's crazy. Um um, and then uh so so yeah. Tom and Jerry, I'm going to, like, give you a quick synopsis of what this movie is about, okay? So, okay. Um, Tom and Jerry move to the Big Apple because they're they're done fighting. In, uh, they're, their past has been behind them and stuff like that. Uh, Tom comes in because he wants to be a big musician uh, for whatever reason. And uh, <laughs> he's blind. He, he goes into, like, a... Uh, uh, um, not Times Square. Uh, uh, to the uh Garden, New York Garden. I was gonna say Madison Square Garden, but that's not right. Um, but he he goes to the park. He pretends to be blind and stuff like that to be a big musician and stuff like that. And that's how we meet uh Tom. Jerry, on the other hand, is a Italian uh kiddo who moves in with his uncle, who's a rat. Why I don't know why. Um. But this movie has led you to believe that all animals in this world are cartoons. Okay. Uh, I have questions. Okay. I have answers. Factory farms. What do those look like in this world? <laughs> <laughs> there, there are live action foods with chicken and all, but... I'm going to be led to believe that as soon as an animal, a cartoon animal dies, it just go- becomes real. <laughs> that, that's all I <laughs> So you're out in the woods hunting and you see this beautiful deer. It's all Bambi looking and then you shoot it and it turns into a disgusting corpse. It's like a fucking creepypasta. Yes. <laughs> I I run I run, uh, Matt, mommy mad face red um and yeah, it, it's it's so weird of okay so you'll have uh horses carrying carriages and if you're not looking very well if you're blind you take off your glasses or whatever and you're not looking at it straight a horse will go by and you'll think it's like, oh, is that a live action horse? Then they zoom in it like directly and it's a cartoon horse. And it's so freaky looking. And I I don't even know why they even went to such details for every animal to be a cartoon in this. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, anyway, so uh, eventually Jerry goes and leaves his uncle Sal because he wants, he has big pictures of himself living in like luxury and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so uh, that, that's when Tom and Jerry meet in Times Square. He, they, they fight. They uh, run around and uh, such forth. They uh, get, uh, then J- uh, Jerry is led into this big hotel where the little girl from Kick Ass, if, if you remember. Yep, her. I was gonna say that's the yeah. only thing I know about it is that she's in it because of the advertising. 
Yes. <laughs> and also, she's... apparently that woman's like not. She's not young. No, no, no. She she grew up right before our eyes. Like, but she still looks like a child. Yeah. <laughs> it's unnerving. Yeah. Have you seen the fucking yeah, photo funny. of some dude? He was out at a restaurant or something. And she was there. It's Chloe Grace Moretz is her name, by the way. Yes. And uh, uh, this dude sees her sitting at the dinner table, and he goes to take a sneak, like a sneaky little picture of her. But he has the fucking flash on, and she, it, like the uh, the picture is just her looking directly into the camera with like food falling off of a fucking fork. Yeah. You've seen that photo? Uh, that's annoying. Oh my god. I'm okay, gonna... I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue she talking about that. I just wanted to talk about the creeper. <laughs> <laughs> She's little, she looked like she's <laughs> like Chuck E. Cheese. That fucking, that fucking picture, dude. Everybody in the restaurant is looking at this guy. Because <laughs> it's so awkward. Like, dude, she's eating right now. And then there's another one with a dude who looks like Chris Chan if he was, like, mixed with Bryant from Family Guy. Or, uh, who's the fucking guy? Who's the son from Family Guy? He looks like a live action version uh, of it. Chris. Yeah, he looks like he looks like Chris from fucking Family Guy, but real. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, yeah, she's in this movie. Yes, yeah, she she's in this movie. Um, um that, and uh, by the she way, I'm sorry. Yeah. That picture of her, the fucking her eating has to be the fucking thumbnail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving. We're, we're moving. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, so um, uh, uh she, she's playing as this character who can't get a break because she keeps being fired from all her jobs because she sucks. Um, <laughs> and she <laughs> she lies and all that stuff. You're fucking um, trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so she lies on her resume that she is a uh, a hotel representative, and uh, the hotel hires her, uh, and she's left under the wing by uh, my guy from Ant Man and uh, Wasp, uh, or all the Ant Man movies, uh, whose name I'm going to pull. Paul Rudd. Try to distract. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm no, a, no, no, don't mind Rudd. me. I'm an autistic encyclopedia of celebrity names. No, 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 no. not Paul Rudd. I'm sorry, jo John. Uh, uh, Luzi wow, I can't pronounce. John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah. You mean yeah. you mean the okay. actor from the the hit film The Pest? I I've never shown I'm, you The Pest either, have I? Hold up, hold up. I'm super wrong. Very professional. Very. Very, very nice over here. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, I'm sorry. Michael Pena. Michael Pena? Um, okay. Yes. Uh, so. Guy from all the Ant-Man movies. Zavala from uh, End of Watch, which is another movie we're going to talk yes. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, he's in this, and uh, pretty much he's the antagonist. Ish. Um. And uh, he takes uh, her, uh, him 
yeah, wow, her under his wing, and then uh, they're they find out there are mice in the hotel because uh, they need to get all the mice out of the hotel because they're getting ready for a big wedding. It's it's so important because uh, it's between this white uh, this white guy and this Indian girl, and they have such cultural differences. And blah 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 blah. Um, that the wedding is almost not important, but they make it seem like it's important. So wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Is this going where I think it's going? <laughs> what do you? I'll watch it guess. I'll watch it again. Mouse genocide? No. Okay. Well, not no lack for trying, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I had this bit. I had this bit planned where I was gonna start increasing the volume of some German music as the bit went on. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but but yeah. So uh, uh, Jerry lives in the uh, the hotel. Blah blah blah. Um, t- Tom, uh, um, after running into a bunch of other street cats, uh, and this is a very important part of, of the detail because. Uh, these street cats are the street cats you usually see in the the Tom and Jerry series, uh, the the black one, the short one, and the uh, ginger one. Um, uh, they they're they're all uh, uh, hustling Tom, saying, "Hey, what are you doing on my parts?" But mind you, they're all like stereotypical black gang member like voices coming out of them. It's so weird that the movie just turned to this point. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not surprised because didn't Tom's own wasn't Tom's owner like a stereotype black woman? Or yeah, like, like yeah. <laughs> so it, it was both like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening in the movie, and uh, uh yes, they're, they're talking jive, talking uh they. They literally say "break yourself" as soon as they <laughs> fucking chase Tom down the fucking street. Oh, <laughs> that to you, but yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then Tom is hired by the hotel to go track down Jerry and uh, kill the mice and get him get him out of the hotel. Um. And uh, that's where Chloe and Tom team up together to uh, track down Jerry. Wait, but... wait. You said there was no mouse genocide. No, no I said la- for lack of trying. <laughs> so they tried, but it, you know, it's it's a Tom and Jerry movie. It's a kids' cartoon, right? Well, would they show gen- mouse genocide, Ryan? <laughs> so they they so, they have a solution. To get rid of all the mice is what it's I'm It's not hearing. the final solution, but it's a solution nonetheless. All right, we're done. Okay. This bit's over. I got to do the thing I wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cut that dialogue up, uh, by the way. I'm going to go back and go through it and make you say funny things about Nazis. <laughs> it's just going to be a fucking cut of... It's like, hi, uh, I'm of... Caleb Hardman, and I like Nazis. <laughs> I hate pizza <laughs> Tom and well, Jerry like was a good movie <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, but yeah yeah so um uh so yeah so fast forward a little bit they Tom and Jerry ruined the wedding the big wedding because they had their big tussle and fight 
uh, and they have to help Chloe solve the wedding in time uh, for uh, uh, in time for the groom and bride to get back together because they use drones to track them down throughout New York City for whatever reason. And yeah, so this movie was just one of your stereotypical like romantic comedy kid adventure flash. Wait, so it's a kids movie? Fish what the? Jam? Why does it have any fucking romance in it? I have fucking no idea. <laughs> because of differences in culture and the 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 man never listens to the woman and that's the lesson that I learned. The end. Yeah, I mean, okay. So what give it a give it a a numerical score. Oh. Tom and Jerry, where do I put you? Uh, I put you because there are kids, and this is a kid show. Uh, I'll give it a additional half star, so two and a half stars out of five. But that's just that's me being nice for people who like that. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it's not great. <laughs> um. I if you have a child, I recommend just putting on Space Jam, and that's it. <laughs> or who killed Roger Rabbit? But just cut out all the weird sexual tension. Um, <laughs> I don't know what kids watch these days. I don't fucking know. Kids like kids really like poop. Like I'm not joking. There's a shit ton of poop themed toys that are really popular nowadays, and there's also uh, like books about farting and pooping. Because me and my girlfriend. Uh, when we found out that Dr. Seuss was getting canceled, we decided to go be rats and try to buy all the books uh, that were getting taken down. And we found a lot of poop-themed children's books, but none of the ones we were looking for. I, you know what? That fits. You know, I was going to say, I don't know why kids like poop, but I just realized if I was a kid, farts and poop jokes would definitely be a thing. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that sounds about right. It, it was isn't that there, isn't there like one of those like dolls that like poop out like charms that you can build? Yeah, there's and... also there's also like a Spanish baby <laughs> doll that uses like little sensors on a. I don't want to talk about this on stream. Actually, I really don't want to fucking talk about this horrible thing I saw. <laughs> Do you know the one I'm talking about? No. Okay, uh, I'm gonna if say I... two words. Yes. I'm gonna say two words. Uh, breastfeeding simulator. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, this thing's horrible. I looked at it. I looked at a photo of this thing. I'm like, there's no goddamn way this is real. But lo and behold, some fucking toy designer. <sighs> we should stop making girl toys. We should stop making toys in general. Children should be used to serve. Uh, to to crew. Uh, heavy heavy weapons like machine guns and mortars, and that's the end of it. <laughs> it was simple back then, okay? <laughs> you, know, you, <laughs> you had your Nerf toys, your Nerf, your Nerf uh, bullets, Nerf chain guns. I wish they had the Nerf nuke. I wish that uh, they do. They're the footballs. Uh, you just get kids, you know. <laughs> the Nerf footballs. If you if you peg somebody with one of those hard enough, it might as well have been a fucking nuke. <laughs> if it was uh 
it was so simple. You know, you, you, you just took your He-Man doll and your Ben 10 action figure and you make them kiss. And it was simple back then. It was simple. No one judged you because none of your other friends knew about it until now. Um, but yeah, so toys are weird. Um, uh, but yeah, that was Tom and Jerry movie, and you know, good luck if you tread lightly if you want to watch that movie. Yes, but adult pe- adult that, people, please be careful when you go to watch it. Children, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't. Fucking if you're a child, <laughs> stop listening. Yeah. If you're a child, invest invest all your parents' money in Bitcoin. You know, Ryan, I I think we are made for ch- children. Think, think about it. Uh, the other episodes of the podcast when we talked about poop for like a, uh, a half an hour. That is true. Yeah, I think it makes sense. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to yeah. welcome to Kitty Corner with Something Wicked podcast. <laughs> The key, the key to the key to living as an adult, if you don't know, is to save every fucking penny that you can. Don't buy anything nice because you can't do that when you're not living with your parents anymore, guys. Don't grow up. It's a That's trap. It is a trap, and I hate I hate it when people are like, "Oh, haha, funny," when they say that, but like, it, it... turn back. Just... <laughs> <laughs> De-age yourself, like, after, what, what? Find the fountain of youth, 12? return to Stop. age 19, and just, every time you age out of it, return. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so, um, uh, I want to talk about happy, happy Time Murder, but I don't know. Okay, I watched Happy Time Murder, um, which is the movie about uh, a world where humans and puppets uh, live together. Uh, but there are some racial tensions in this world because people aren't don't take puppets seriously because they're fucking puppets. And so this stars Melissa McCarthy and uh, uh, Brian Henson, who I've just now learning about. I've never heard of this guy before. Um, uh, are a, a puppet and human duo. Oh my god, that's Brian Hansen from Muppets. What am I saying? Oh my god, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's uh, okay. So... It's okay. We've got all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Brian Henson and uh, Melissa McCarthy are a crime duo who are trying to solve a bunch of uh, uh, puppet murders that have been going around throughout the uh the city uh but uh um of course uh, there are some conundrums about uh different drugs uh lines going on and then uh drama about a whole old hit tv series that has nothing to do with the, the actual murders so we'll just forget about that um but yeah <laughs> um i kind of half-heartedly enjoyed the premise of this like, it, like if someone were to present this to you, Ryan, you would think this would be like a really good idea for a movie. Like, oh yeah, no, I was actually looking forward to it. I remember seeing the trailers and being like, "This is actually probably going to be really interesting. This might make me not hate Melissa McCarthy anymore." Uh, mm-hmm. nope. 
Yep. Keyword might. Keyword didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, if you took Melissa McCarthy out of this, this may have had some rebuildability to it. But, you know, that that's my biased opinion. I, I know there are, like, Melissa McCarthy fans out there, so, you know. Uh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I like that I can just sit back after I say something and just let you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it inevitably I'm... leads to, like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> Because, okay, have you ever had people get so mad at you for for not liking the same thing as them? And you ha starting your biased opinion? I've had that multiple times as soon as I talk about something I did or did not like. And then, but it's not the fact that they, they liked it sometimes, Ryan. Sometimes it's, I just don't care for, about it. I don't like you. I don't like you saying things. So I was like, okay, so it just comes down to me. So, you know, that's my bias shit right there. So that's why I'm always, like, shitting on other fan bases and stuff like that. So, you know. Oh, no, I just shit on no, other fan. I just shit on fan bases because I think it's fun. Okay. <laughs> fair, 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 fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, so Happy Time Murder, like, uh, this is good forward to what uh, the ending was the ending was that um the puppet cop accidentally kills uh you know that puppet he's having sex with in the middle yes. of this movie okay he accidentally killed her father a long time ago mm -hmm. because he botched a shot and killed an innocent and she comes back for revenge by killing everyone he loves and knows and so uh that's pretty much like the uh, uh the the big reveal and then it it had nothing to do with like prejudice against puppets and humans it had nothing to do with uh drugs that are being sent throughout all the like city for puppets and stuff like that it's just revenge so all these threads that they set up end up turning out to be absolutely fuck all and it's... you leave the movie wondering exactly why on earth you spent so much time watching it. Mm-hmm. So, so, Melissa McCarthy did a bunch of drugs in this movie and uh, slamming herself against walls and pavements and stuff like that. In fact, she figures out nothing at all. She do she helps nothing in the progression. Uh. Well, actually, no, you know she's... No, uh, Caleb, you don't understand. She's funny because she falls. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's why she's mm -hmm. there. I really enjoy Ghostbusters. There's no there's no opinions about it. It's, it's a great movie. It's funny because she's fat <laughs> and she falls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you you forgot she's a, she's a woman, right? Oh yeah, she's a funny fat lady who falls. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Well, let's get that cleared up. Let's get that 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 that. that. <laughs> but yeah, 
I take you know what I take that back. She kind of helps f figure out what the character does, but because of her stupidity, she ends up uh, uh, making it so her partner has no chance once he gets framed for some of the murders. So she ends up making the situation worse. So <laughs> yeah, that that's her character is. She has some racist prejudice against puppets, and she helps the situation ten times worse. Yeah, it's not a great movie. Uh, no. No. Yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of like Bright, where it was an interesting idea that might have been a little stupid and fucked up, and not necessarily mm -hmm. done right, but it was still entertaining. It's not even entertaining. No. Nope. Nope. So, yeah. <laughs> it it would have been... It, Great if they talked about okay, how are puppets made in this world? Uh, do do they are they just as like uh humans that they evolve along with like puppet parts and puppets, seas and stuff uh, like that? Puppets <laughs> were the f fucking the first to evolve. Yeah, <laughs> that they all just get created for Sesame Street and Mupp Muppets, and then they just sort of came to life after that. Because of Ted reasons. Well, what you didn't see is that this takes <laughs> this takes place in the exact uh, continuity that Fraggle Rock does. Okay, <laughs> so we're just you know what? I never see Fraggle Rock. I don't know what you mean. By that. <laughs> uh, um, elaborate. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just awesome. puppets and puppets and men. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this movie was weird. Uh, it's a fucking every, every, I I don't know why I don't know why they haven't done puppets in something serious. Because I feel like they're unsettling to a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can only use puppets in a comedic way, or you can only use puppets in a a uh, horror way. Well, what you I was saying is, like, why aren't there more horror movies based around, like, puppets? Because I think puppets are freaky as shit. Well, well the, mm, no, those are dolls, technically. Can, can you count the... What's that puppet movie where the... It was, like, The Silence or something like that, where, like, uh, every time this puppet creature shows up, everything just becomes, like, super silent? I've never seen this. For some reason... Oh, my God, I the name right, right now but i i remember one time like uh some of my friends were like having like a uh uh, uh all-nighter like uh dr drinking game uh -huh. and we decided to w watch this one movie that creeped the shit out of one of us uh where yeah. yeah it was the premise was just um there's this creepy haunted doll or puppet that uh every time it's ready to kill someone Everything around it just becomes mute, mm. and the person can't hear shit. And then that's when like the puppet strikes. Um, I'm trying to find what it's called. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a very interesting like premise. Uh, silent. This sounds interesting. <laughs> silent. silent puppet movie. It's called Dead Silent. Dead Silent. Okay. And yeah, uh, and. Yeah, it's it's a whole puppet story, but 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 I guess in this case it would be a Muppet. If we're the one we're talking about. We're we're thinking of Muppets it being a horror. Yeah, case. yeah, yeah. Puppet, Muppet. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, there's not many of those because I don't know. Do I guess it comes down to people's preference of what scares them, like clowns or Muppets and stuff like that. Or like, are Muppets scary in comparison to clowns? Or are, are they? <laughs> I I don't know, but the sometimes they fu- they used to creep me the fuck out when I was younger. Like I couldn't watch Sesame Street because when I was like a child, they scared the fucking shit out of me. Specifically, which Muppet scared? Big Bird. Big Bird. Okay, that's why I thought that's the first thing come to mind. That, that motherfucker was scary. <laughs> hey, speaking of Big Bird, I actually have a fun little cause and effect story for you. Okay. So, you know that space shuttle that fucking blew up and killed all those teachers back in like the nineteen? Yeah, the Challenger. Yeah, Challenger. That's the one. Uh, okay. did you know that Big Bird was supposed to be on that? Yes, I heard this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, in an alternate history, Big Bird died on the Challenger explosion. <laughs> and I think that that's fucking great. That's all I got. I just think that that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because then you would have to replace... Big Bird entirely, or explain the kids why Big Bird blew up in a rocket. You can't just bring Big Bird and be like, oh, he, he survived. Christ. <laughs> These kids are asking, why did my teacher, oh, if Big Bird's alive, then why is my teacher, like, uh, uh, here, not here. Like, oh my God, that'd be a well, thing. kids. You see, Big Bird went up on a big rocket ship, and an engineering failure led to him being fucking murdered. <laughs> but he jumped out of time, and he flew because he had Big Bird wings. <laughs> but why did he save my teacher? <laughs> um, no, could you? Ima- big Bird words in mystery space. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, you were talking about domino effect, though, and that's the first thing that came to mind was like... Okay, yeah, you know what? I want to jump right into that anyways. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a really good uh, domino effect. Um, the, the, the one I, I was thinking when someone asked that um, was... Uh, so, so the question for everyone who, who aren't aware is, what is that very interesting domino effect that you learned... Uh, or was uh, that you learned and it still sticks with you today? Uh, so I I learned a really good one. I think it was like a year or so ago, um, where it um, back in 1880, I think uh, a woman drowned, uh, a young girl drowned in a German uh, lake or something like that, and um, or somewhere in Germany, you know, big lake. Uh, she was so beautiful that an artist made a clay rendition of her. Uh, oh, I and, know and where this is going. Yes. I've, I've, um, I've kissed these lips before. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, so, yeah. And so, uh, um, and then this one doll maker uh, uh, decided to, uh, who saw this clay uh, rendition decided to design a whole model off this person. And uh, this model was presented to a health um, uh, at a facility who were trying to uh, teach people CPR. And 
uh, and part of the the system is that the doll was dimly named a uh, Rescue Annie, and Rescue Annie, as part of the uh, practice, you have to ask the doll, "Are you okay?" And so then uh, the whole line is uh, when doctors are uh, after giving uh, the doll CPR. They have to ask, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? So uh, you're fucking Michael with me. Jackson heard you're this. fucking with me. I'm not. That is with a completely you. <laughs> different like conclusion than to... no, 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 no. I, I, no, you I'm saw this shit on Fortune. You saw this shit on a fucking shit post. It's on Wikipedia. It's on. Wikipedia, this is bullshit. You're gonna make I, me look this up, and I'm gonna look really fucking stupid. <laughs> this. This was learned to me, and I said the same goddamn thing. I said this. Is oh not my real. god! This is not true. Oh and my it's god! One hundred percent true. <laughs> so yeah, so that's where we got the song "Smooth Criminal," and it was just such a big domino effect. I was like, "Oh my fucking god! This is so." like weird how we got to this point what a weird wait time did you mention yeah okay so you did mention the fact that the cpr dummies are based off of a real dead woman from like fucking hundreds of years ago right yes okay <laughs> the fact that that ties up so neatly like i i have nothing to say yeah <laughs> i have nothing to say i am actually fucking speechless so was any okay ryan no, she was. Anyway, not. I fucking regret learning CPR because <laughs> we did we did use those dummies, and I'm like, oh god, that's the visage of a fucking dead woman from the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. and it was. <laughs> it totally was. Eddie uh, <laughs> was not okay. <laughs> not one bit. Well, I mean, she's if if she's in need of CPR, she is in fact not okay. No. My favorite yeah. historical little thing is uh, it's kind of art imitates life imitates art. Mm -hmm. Uh there was a book written by a couple uh, a Russian I think it was Tatarkovsky or Strugatsky. Was one of No, Tatarkovsky was the fucking guy who directed the movie, but Strugatsky, the Strugatsky brothers wrote a book called Roadside Picnic, which is about this territory that got visited by aliens and they left behind a whole bunch of, like, shit, basically. Mm -hmm. And some of these, these things they've left behind are kind of, like, good for humanity because they fucking, you know, can cure cancer and, like, be used as fuel sources and stuff. Uh, the people in this book are called stalkers. The guys who go into the zone are called stalkers. Now, this was before the Chernobyl exclusion zone thing i think mm -hmm. uh so when that happened dudes started calling themselves stalkers when they went into the exclusion zone which i thought was pretty interesting but it gets weirder because they made a movie based off of it that would later inspire the video game stalker and now it's kind of like anybody who nowadays who illegally enters the exclusion zone to rob it is called a stalker so it's super it's 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 that book caused and started a whole bunch of weird different shit, and I love that. Um, another, let's see, Big Bird on the shuttle. Annie, are you okay? It was that. I'm done.
I, I quit. Today's yeah, over. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm gonna like every now and then I'm going to look up more because there's some really good ones out there that I I. I hadn't gone too much into, but that was the biggest one that just stuck with me. Because then everyone always asking, "Annie, are you okay?" And then you know, that's uh, that story told me no, no, it was indeed not okay. So yeah, it, um, I, I would love to keep doing like more of these domino effects. Oh man, but, I'd like to, I'd like to get some <laughs> some un some unfun facts in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite unfun you know? fact? Yeah, message us. No, I'm talking know. directly to you. Oh, oh me? Yeah. Oh me, me. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that was um that one, and uh, there was one where um it, it had more like video games uh, towards it. It was uh more of how um of how Mario was formed and and how uh, uh I, I think it was more like oh sorry I scratch that scratch that scratch that cuz I'm trying to think of one Okay right now. you um, want me to you want me to read one that yeah, yeah, I fucking yeah, hate yeah, yeah. go ahead do do another one and then yeah <laughs> I'll think of one so yeah Fatal Familia Insomnia uh, It's a rare incurable prionic brain disease that progressively destroys your brain's ability to sleep Eventually, you stop sleeping altogether, you go insane, you have seizures, and then you die. It is genetic. That's... Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is my actual worst fucking fear in life. Fuck. Nobody, nobody in my family <laughs> has had it. I've never met anybody who claims to know anybody who had it. It is still my worst fucking fear. I would, I would, I would think, yeah, because every time you try to go to sleep, that's gonna be in the back of the map and mind. It's like, Shit. will this be one of the last times I get good sleep before I go insane, have seizures, and die? Right, right, right. Shit. Dead people. Oh man. Dead people can get goosebumps. Is another one. Really? Yeah. I, I I've heard about the one where like dead people can stand up on their own like sometimes, and that leads to people thinking that uh, uh that they're alive again. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, that that creeped that that creeped me out knowing that fact. Because uh, think about old grandma like in her casket and that she. Just, yeah. No. Imagine grandma just sitting up from her fucking open casket at the wake. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, no, that that that's real creepy. Uh, um, uh, oh, I guess it's not much of a uh, uh of a weird domino effect, but how Dracula was formed was the uh, uh a really interesting one. Um, uh, about how uh Vlad the Impaler yeah uh, uh became this iconic uh character or iconic like conqueror. And that eventually formed into Dracula and the uh, story of that, and uh, how like his brother, who I guess where Alucard came from, mm -hmm. uh, which is reverse Dracula, 
Uh, he he <laughs> helped create more of like Castlevania's story. So yeah, <laughs> um, I got. It's very. Oh no, go ahead. Interesting in that case. No, no, I'm done. Oh no, I got one. <laughs> Touching an AM radio broadcast tower will kill you, and not only will it kill you, it will hurt the entire time you're dying. Number one, the voltage is so high that your hands would instantly clamp to whatever part of the tower you touched. Then, because it's oscillating at a frequency that your cells can't feel, you wouldn't be able to leap free yourself for after being electrocuted. Until it, spark, or until it starts uh, to heat your body from the current, and you need to be able to hear your body acting as a speaker where you'd literally be able to hear whatever was on the particular station as you die. This is the domino effect? No, it's an unfun oh, fact. Oh, un oh, that what you asked? Yeah, okay. I said unfun facts. You... Oh, okay. I thought you said domino. No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfun fact. Yeah. Um. Uh, unfact. Unfun fact for me would probably be um, uh, the amount of discovery we have put into the ocean itself. Oh it's yeah. Ten percent. I hate that. We have yet to discover what's deep. Down that does there. keep we know more about our planet. That does keep me up at night. <laughs> uh I'm, there's some other ones that I can think of too. Uh but yeah, unfun fact. Uh, uh scuba uh, Oh man, that one I don't like. Uh scuba divers can experience a sudden change in pressure when swimming near pipes and can get sucked inside. Doesn't matter the size of the hole. It's called Delta P. The worst part, someone else usually has to go inside the pipe to recover the body. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's that's really horrifying. Uh Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, here's the other one. Um so we don't know how the bubonic uh, like we always say like rats and like uh -huh. uh, fleas are uh, at the start of the bubonic plant plague, but we don't really know entirely how it even started, and it didn't entirely go away. It can eventually come back at some point. So yeah, it, uh, <laughs> uh, th that's an uh, interesting fact that I I found out the other day is the bubonic plague didn't get cured. <laughs> it just stopped because enough people died to where we can eliminate it. So yeah. <laughs> Sort of what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> that was unfun facts. I hope you had not fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is but, the next event but, that we're gonna talk yeah. about? Uh, you watched an interesting movie. Oh yeah, I watched the producers. So it's a Mel Brooks musical about uh two guys trying to make a musical so shitty that it fails and they can use it as a tax write-off to just take all the money that they had invested into it. Uh, uh, real quick, I, I'm, I'm still listening. Uh, go ahead. I'm going to uh, use the bathroom. All right. Anywho, yeah, it's a great musical, guys. It's super fun. Uh, I'm not going to spoil much of it, but I feel like... Uh, I feel like if if I said what I just said, this, like if I said the plot synopsis and you were like, oh, yeah, I've heard about it, you probably, like, if it sounds familiar, you've heard about it. You should watch it. It's real good. Uh, the music's great. Uh, Mel Brooks is a comedic genius. So I didn't fucking know was still alive. I thought he had died. The man's like 98 years old. And he's still a comedic genius. Uh, it, it's worth it. 
it's worth it, guys. Um, and it kind of made me. There's something. There's something that's said about it. It's like uh, if you make fun of something, it can't have any power over you. And I, I like that. That's why Caleb was talking about Jojo Rabbit earlier was because I was talking about this, and I'm like, all it is is poking fun at Nazis and how fucking stupid they. Well, not really. They meant it completely seriously, but people thought that, you know, because it was such a, a fucking, like, I don't want to spoil it for you guys. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it, but there's a bit where every like, I can't spoil it, but people, the people in the, in, in the, in the film think that the play is satire and they think it's brilliant and that's kind of the whole gist of it. And that's, it's great. Uh, I'm really bad at talking when I'm by myself. No, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, um, when it comes to the, like the producer, um, my knowledge of it was um, strictly from Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's like a, a season where Larry is uh, meets Mel Brooks, uh -huh. and, and uh, Mel Brooks is like, uh, "Oh, hey, um, I really liked your singing in this karaoke." Do you wanna like uh, come and uh, play as one of my lead uh, actors for the producer? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, all I know about it is just uh, these two. Uh, this one really st uh, critic um, wants to make a movie that's or a the theatrical uh, play that's so worth like uh, being talked about throughout the whole town. That uh, uh, he becomes so successful that in doing so he kind of like um, uh, it brings in a crowd that he didn't want or something like that. That's all I. That's know, kind of it. About it. That's kind of it. Okay. The reality is <laughs> is that the producers is about a theater producer named Max Bialystok, and his accountant uh, Leo Bloom, played by Matthew Broderick of all people. Um, <laughs> trying to trying to make a play so fucking awful that the first night that it's out it bombs and they can never put it on again because when you do that you can take all the money that was put into it and write it off as a complete loss for taxes and get that money back okay that's what it was um that was the joke that they were going with uh, for that season is because Larry was so bad at singing, actually, mm -hmm. that he wanted the producers to to flop uh, because he was so tired of uh, playing the producers over and over every year <laughs> on Broadway. <laughs> so, yeah. And the irony is, is that at the end, it does really well, it doesn't it? A, yep. Yes. <laughs> That's the gist of the movie, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I in a way, I've seen it, but that I really you've seen see it. you've seen kind of like Mel Brooks making a joke about it, but still yes. being into it. Yeah. I think there's this really oh. funny quote. Um, towards the end of the movie, where they're like they're doing a song called "Where Did We Go Right," because they did everything uh -huh. deliberately fucking horrible. And there's like there's this bit where it's like it was offensive. Uh, it was it was crass, crude, offensive, and I loved every minute of it. That's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, that that's real good.
<laughs> also, uh, uh, the guy that got to play Roger, I'm not going to say who Roger plays in the play in the movie that's based off a play that's based on a movie, uh, mm. but Roger in the 2005 producer's film is the best fucking character I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Damn. He, oh, uh, I laughed every fucking time I saw him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, yeah, that that's definitely on the list of movies. I gotta do watch it. Movies. Please do. Yeah. I feel like you would uh, like it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've always loved, loved uh, Blazing Saddles, and from what you told me, it's definitely that same energy, so th that's definitely going to be up my alley. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> looking forward to looking at that. Uh, um, so, um, you, you know, that, that brings me, uh, shock to me that it, how much you like that movie, right? <laughs> A big shock. Yeah, why? Do you think I'm not a, do you think I'm an uncultured swine who has no appreciation of theater? No, 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 no. Uh, but sometimes you can be static. I don't know where I was going with that, but... <laughs> I like that, things that are boom-boom uh, shooty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey, I watched Static Shock the other day. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Static Shock um, uh, got recently put on HBO Max. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity and watch all the series. Um, there's a couple episodes missing from what I no noticed uh, as I'm going through it. Like some very important episodes. Uh, 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 but uh, other than that, I'll, I'll, I'll explain more as I uh, talk about it. But pretty much um, I, what I was telling, uh, I messaged you the other day, Ryan, about how really good the writing was. Uh, at, at the time this was coming out, this was like late '90s. Like I think Static Shock came out in '93, or no, was that comic? That was the comic. The uh, Static Shock came out in 1996, if I'm right. Um, and uh, for its for the writing of its time, it was so advanced. Mm -hmm. Like they were going on like situations that uh are still talked about today. Oh, I'm sorry. Static Shock came out in early 2000. Wow, I didn't even know that. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, so, so yeah, they'll, they'll go on episodes. Of course, it's going to be about uh, because this is Miles Morales before Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to be talking about uh, the hood and how it affects a black teen um, in, in this time. And uh, one of the biggest things that I really took away from this was um, how uh, the the show pretty much shows how gang violence uh, affects um, the area that a person lives in and how they act towards the community they come from. And so uh, you'll have a situation called the Bang Babies uh, or the Big Bang, mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, which creates these superhuman human uh hybrid uh humans that uh because of gang violence they know nothing but destruction and anger and all that stuff and eventually uh some uh 
uh, metahumans become evil. Some metahumans are actually not what they appear because they were just uh, uh, circumstances to the environment that they live in. And uh, they t uh, even have a whole episode where they don't talk about uh, metahumans, but they talk about uh, school shootings. Yeah, I fuck. And, I do remember uh, that one. Yes, uh, it, it was. It, it took me by surprise because nowhere in this whole uh, episode did uh, Virgil use his powers to sort of solve the situation. He actually used like his th um his, uh his, his own wits to pretty much talk about. You're better than this, you know. You don't need to use guns to solve a situation, a situation as bullying and stuff like that. And then he used like things like, um, maybe I should have been there for this person. And although a gu uh, a gun was in the situation, it could have been uh worse either way from either the bullying killing the kid or uh the the kid uh, the kid uh getting killing the bully. And I was like really like, oh my gosh, this is something that is rarely talked about in like kids cartoons yeah well school shooting being in an action cartoon to begin with and it not being like didn't fucking glee do a school shooting episode i think so um i i, I remember degrassi doing one as well yeah they did a school shooting I, I yeah and that's how like Drake ended up in the wheelchair. That, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and it, it was just talking about more of the. It, it does those things where it's, um, it, it made both parties aware where you know, um, uh, it's not the gun, it's not uh, it's the person, and uh, or sometimes it's um. Uh, it doesn't matter the circumstance. You should have always stepped in before mm -hmm. uh, it got to this point. So, yeah, that took me by surprise, and it just you know, I I loved how that episode went, and I was that where it picked to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this show was so good, and it made me think maybe Static Shock was better than Batman in all oh. intents and purposes, like. It's it's a bold statement. Yes, <laughs> I. Uh, somebody okay. Somebody so, get the 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 fire extinguisher because we've got a fucking hot take. Yeah. <laughs> fucking na rename this podcast something hot. Hot takes. <laughs> hot takes. We'll just try to fuck up. Uh, we'll try to fuck around with hot ones. Right. All I'm saying is, this isn't your grandma's podcast anymore. Um, <laughs> grandma's podcast. Uh, but but yes, uh, there, there's one episode that make, backs up that statement a little bit more, um, where Static Shock meets Batman for the first time. Um, well, you know, actually, you know, at the time it's the second time, but whatever. Um, uh, where Batman, uh, where there's a big uh, bang baby that loses control of her powers because she had like sharp nails, uh, um, and she can she has this ability to shoot him out at will. Um, oh, I was gonna and, I was gonna say like Wolverine, but no, no, no. <laughs> and um, she talks. Um, she looks up into papers about advertisements for a uh a school 
for gifted uh, people, almost like a mutant. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a actual front for Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy to use manipulate her into stealing money and uh, doing bad things and stuff like that. And Static Shock's uh, mission is to track her down and help her and give her the help she needs. But uh, Batman is dedicated to once a villain, always a villain. And it doesn't matter because they're all going to eventually turn bad at some point. Um and Static Shock is like, they're not all bad. They're just really misunderstood. They're all scared. And, but, and then that's where it clicked with me, where it's like, so in this case, Batman is not using a logic to solve a case. He's just beating up people because he is also scared and has some pre prejudice. Because it, it's understandable because he's been dealing with supervillains all his life. Mm-hmm. And he, some of them he tries to help, but none of them want help. But uh, Sack is like, I, I still want to try to help as many people as possible. And he actually succeeds. And uh, that turns Batman into a new I- ideal where maybe some things can be, ta- uh, be taught in a better light than just beating up people in an alley. Yeah, because what, so what, what are Batman's contributions to society? Hmm? He beats poor people up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, this hilarious trend where it's just Batman beating up this guy, and then he's like, now talk. Or or uh, uh, um, th- uh, th- a more recent one was uh, Batman beating up this dude, saying, please, mercy. And then Batman hangs over him. People think I fight to save the world, but really, I just like to fight. I don't care nothing about that shit. <laughs> and yeah, I'd believe it. That where I think, yeah, <laughs> Batman is not a ideal hero, but he's a hero nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, if you can, if you count a subclinical sociopath as a hero, then yeah. His parents died, so... My parents are dead! <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and it, there's just a lot from Static Shot that shows that the people who made like the Batman anime series, the Batman Beyond series, they were writing things that just changed the game for animation and... Uh, kids cartoons. I remember. I remember Batman Beyond being pretty good. Yes, um, Beyond had a way of introducing a new type of character that has never been done before. Because uh, Terry McGinnis has never been in anything like in the comics before, mm-hmm. and, and they said they were trying to make it so Terry was his own character, uh, and I feel like they succeeded at that point. That uh, yeah, that's the made... fucking that was um, that was the Batman in that right? Uh yeah, uh, that was a uh, who we later find out is Batman's clone son or something like that. Yeah, um, he's yeah he he's he's the 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 kid. He's the teen like uh, of that era. Okay, or the Batman of the future. So yeah, um, and yeah. Uh, 
I just, uh, I even told Ryan that I just want to, like, go into a thorough, like, uh, synapse of what this character, what the show really meant to, like, black teens like me growing up. Uh, because it really stuck with me. Even to the fact of, like, uh, Static's father reminds me of my father so much. Like, uh, like he, he had, like, a bunch of ideologies uh, that um, he ta- taught uh, Virgil. Okay, uh, I know you're so angry about your mother dying, but you can't ha- let that hang over you. You gotta, like, use what she taught you as a child to bring goodness into this world and it was like oh my god that's Uh that's that kind of advice that kids really need especially when they don't have parents uh during uh during the production of this movie so yeah it it was it's very interesting uh uh i want to go more (laughs) into it a little bit later right now i want to move on to the next thing because we're like almost uh an hour and a half in so yeah we'll we'll just move on uh but yeah i definitely recommend if you want to go check out static shock again definitely go for it because that show still holds up today so that that's static shock (laughs) nice Uh, um so so ryan you had a hot take on butch hartman that you yeah he's gonna fuck up fairly odd parents you ready i told you about this shit last night uh, you remember, you remember Grow Up, Timmy Turner, the live-action, uh, Fairly Odd Parents movie with Drake Bell? Yeah. Well, get ready for a series, motherfucker. Okay. Do you have questions? Okay. I have many questions. Okay, ask away, because I can give you all the answers. Okay, so, what you mean by, like... Okay, after those like live action stuff, are are we doing still Drake Bell? Because last time I checked, we don't Drake know. Bell was somewhere in Mexico. We don't know about okay. Drake Bell. We do know that it is going to be a live action. Uh, the wording was retelling of Fairly Odd Parents. Okay, so now what style are we talking about? Are we talking more? cinematic or are we talking iCarly or some shit like that something tells me it's going to be sitcom okay okay fuck (laughs) um okay 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 um now are uh, are are cosmo and wanda going to be like live action or are they going to be cartoons? probably live action (laughs) ew uh i don't even know what wanda even looks like my thing is the word retelling. The word retelling is very telling. Because uh, this means that Butch Hartman is so fed up with himself, he's so fucking far up his own asshole, that he thinks the shit he wrote back then was gold. And he doesn't want to deviate at all from it. It's... Okay, the the premise of the story was Timmy is an average kid that no one understands. You're always giving him commands. Fuck off. (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) That's the whole premise. And we have not deviate from that plot line. No. Not ever. No, but you know why? You know why I think it's going to be a fucking joke, dude? It's because it's going to be... It, I don't I don't know what to expect from this. I don't particularly actually like 
Fairly Odd Parents. Have you gone back and watched it in like the past ten years? Uh, the last time I even watched anything of it, I remember seeing a clip where to- someone told me he made the worst wish ever, where he wished everyone would never uh, age, and that's why the characters never age since we grew up. Hmm. It is because Temmie made a wish where no one. That's aged. interesting. Uh, I went back and watched it because it was. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was really, really fucking stoned <laughs> one night. Okay. Back months ago, um, well, Ryan, that's a kids show made for kids. Shut up! Why are you because I was high, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that's <a lovely> excuse. <laughs> and uh, I watched it, and I didn't laugh a single time. I remember all the bits, like I remember Doug Dimmodome and the alien, and I remembered Vicky and Crocker and fairies and all that shit. But like, I didn't laugh. It didn't. It was. It's not mm-hmm. funny anymore. <laughs> I don't think it ever was funny. I think the characters are the thing we attach to most. Because what's your favorite joke from uh, Fairly Odd Parents? I have only one that stuck with me for years, uh, but that's only because it it definitely applies now. Uh, it's the joke where they go into an alternate timeline where apes uh, rule the world, and but the kids are like, I for one am happy for our ape overlords. And a monkey just comes out of nowhere and just gives him a thumbs up, and that that, that was fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> that doesn't sound real. <laughs> That's one of those things where it's like, what would you do if an ape came out of the 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 woods and he gave you a thumbs up and left? <laughs> now you now you're getting me. What the fuck are you saying? Real things right now? <laughs> Serious. It was, I think it was the one where, uh, 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 Timmy went back in time and stopped, I don't know, it was like a fair parent special where oh, Timmy fucked up, up the timeline. Channel Chasers it was. The was only good, like, the best part of that show. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, it yeah, should have yeah, ended. He went to Dragon Ball World. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. I remember <laughs> that. I loved that. And I think that should have been the end of the series. Right, right. Um, I think there was an... Okay, the other th- one that stuck with me was the one where Timmy wanted to make a m- movie uh, by traveling through different points in time uh, and shooting those movies. Mm-hmm. There, there was a joke where the these cavemen... The, uh, there were firefighters. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, fire, 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 rock, 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 rock. Yeah, that one <laughs> stuck with me. So it's just uh, two jokes that have stuck with me from that. For, but that's uh, for me, it's Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> the same Doug Dimmodome that owns the Dimsdale Dimmodome Stadium? The very same! Yes! <laughs> Jimmy Turner, my name is Doug Dimmodome, Dimmodome, Dimmodome. <laughs> that's all that's all i remember that and i remember there was like there's jokes about marriage that i was too young to understand that i thought were kind of funny now but like overall it doesn't have as much staying power as like spongebob uh yeah i wouldn't say jimmy neutron has staying power either though i'm not shitting on it oh. like oh did you see that uh they're they're doing don't a don't from SpongeBob. don't oh spongebob 
Yeah. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say we're getting another Planet Sheen, and I'm like, why? No. They're doing a SpongeBob spinoff. Yeah. So there, there's two or two and a half. Um, two. One is uh, they're going back. Oh, so it's SpongeBob, SpongeBob Baby. Yeah, the SpongeBob Baby show. Um, and then uh, there's gonna be Patrick is getting his official spinoff where it's about him and his family. And no SpongeBob. Um, and then Nickelodeon. I think Squidward's gonna be getting one. Too. Nick, just lay it down. Just take it out back behind the woodshed. Stick around in the chamber and put the dog down. Just that's our bread and butter. What what else do we have? Put it down. Nothing. Uh, get something. Find something. We all we have is that other show about big headed kids. Uh, in a house. I don't remember what it was. And then we have Failure Out Parents. That's all we have. And then iCarly and all that. Stuff. Well, yeah, Dan Schneider got ousted. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about the allegations. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> Every Yes, yes, but we, we're a classy podcast where we talk about jerking off and watching yeah. cartoons and we just can't have we can't have allegations of sexual misconduct on this podcast. It's too much. And as far as I'm concerned, we're both anti-foot fetish. Um, I am extremely anti-foot <laughs> fetish. I'm so anti-foot fetish that people think I have a foot fetish because I'm so defensive <laughs> about it. <laughs> that was one of the part, worst parts of Quentin Tarantino movies I have ever scene I, I, i'm done okay yeah <laughs> but yeah so we're fuck, yeah. live action i don't know why they're live action continuing him in turn yeah, yeah. What, what what were you gonna say i was gonna say like what, what can you really make from a live action that you can't do for... well you know what because they want to save money on animation uh, because they're gonna put all their time and effort in SpongeBob, so it's no. The thing is, the thing is, they don't have to have. It is literally just a retelling, from what it sounds like. Oh, they're all just gonna do shot for shot. Kind of like oh. that YouTube video, that YouTube channel where these dudes remake SpongeBob episodes to get around copyright. Ew. Uh. Yep. Okay. 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 So now you have more questions, I assume. Yes, now I got more questions. More questions quick. like why? Why is the biggest one. Second is, okay, how are you going to do each character? Because some characters do not translate well into live action. No, um, no, Mark Chang. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Good fucking luck. CG TV CG looks like shit. Uh. 2D traditional animation is going to be really fucking weird. Chester and AJ are definitely going to be the biggest weirdest characters cuz you got a black character and a, a junky like southern character. Man, oh, where the fuck are we ever going to find a black kid? <laughs> well, you reuse we'll use Cory in the house. Yeah, just go back and go back in time and snatch Cory in the house. <laughs> Go back in time and snatch uh, Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle to make him play uh, Chester, and we're done. It, it's yeah, over. Yeah, there you go. Live action Timmy Turner will be a horrible CG monster like uh, like Polar Express. Uh, 
<laughs> oh god, it's just gonna have giant fucking buck teeth. I fucking despise Polar Express. Have I ever told you this? Yeah, which parts? All of it. <laughs> the Mandark or <laughs> Mandark? I no, I don't even. That's honestly my favorite part of the movie because it like every time that comes on, the people I'm watching it are with. I I just start doing the fucking voice along to him, and I make him say things, and it's funny. Because I'll be sitting there at, like, a family gathering. My little cousins are in the next room, and they're like, oh, you know, blah, 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 I love Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes on screen, I'm like, hey, hey, yo! Remember? <laughs> <laughs> you want to listen to Sycamore or Mbamba? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, can I tell you why the Rwandan genocide never happened? Huh? You want me to... <laughs> <laughs> you want me to hear let me tell you about bitcoin <laughs> like uh it's 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 great but everything else about that movie is the actual goddamn worst it's creepy you, you know who saves it throughout the whole movie that guy tom, tom hanks tom hanks is fucking I don't, he plays everybody in that movie <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> That that dude has range. He's fucking Santa Claus. He's the conductor. He's the fucking hobo hobo that's on the train. <laughs> I think he's one of the you can't you can't make me like this movie. <laughs> you cannot make me like this movie. Oh no, I won't. I I'll tell you the kids are annoying. Uh, every one of them. Uh, just the the homeless kid who's too shy. Uh, the the black girl who likes to sing. Um. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that kid can't hold on to a fucking ticket, he's losing it from his hole in the pocket. How which he how fixes throughout the whole movie? <laughs> how is such a useless creature allowed to survive on God's green earth? <laughs> <laughs> then there's the fucking elves. They're they're weird looking. I don't. Well, like everything in that movie is weird looking. <laughs> everything in that fucking movie is weird. Oh, man. Have you watched it recently? <laughs> yeah. I watched the last Christmas. <laughs> Everything is mo-capped. It's fucking weird because everybody... And the models aren't like... The models don't look great. So what ends up happening is there's this weird like juxtaposition between like... By the way, I'm so fucking glad I got to use that word. But... <laughs> <laughs> There's this weird, like, the movements are really jerky and not natural because they're fucking not, they're hardly cleaned up mocap. And then the models are really, they're people, but they're not. They look like mannequins with fucking rubber skin. And it's just, it's creepy. And then the fucking, the singing is annoying. The fucking main theme that they play at every goddamn opportunity gets into your ear for fucking months afterward. And all you want is for fucking the sweet embrace of death to come so you don't have to hear the Polar Express main theme. You know what? You don't know. Funny you mentioned that. You know what my personal grudge is the, about that song? What? I, I, I think I, I mentioned it before. The back in like middle school. Uh, they made they forced us to sing it in a like all children's like oh uh, my god uh, like course. Um, oh. I I didn't know this. They they trained us like uh, to sing all throughout that 
like season. I thought it was just for like uh, because we were in a music class and you know they wanted to uh, uh, practice on that song and whatever. Then come the night or the day before the night uh, before the Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> they, they told us, okay, uh, guys, remember uh, tonight is the great uh, is the uh, Christmas special event. We'll all be singing. Please bring in your uh, parents. And I'll see you guys tonight. And I was like, um, no. And so I ditched on that. Um, and everyone, and then the next day after, there's like, where were you? We were looking all over for you. You were supposed to be there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that, that that was then. Okay, uh, yeah. Sorry, I totally blanked out on that. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, oh, you don't have to write a, a essay about it. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to write a full essay on the Polar Express oh, and the songs. That's cruel and God, unusual. <laughs> that is the actual definition of see. cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> and so now I, I, my knowledge on the Polar Express has increased. Because of my inability to want to sing in a children's choir. Uh. <laughs> so, God yeah. damn. I thought my life sucked. <laughs> and so that, that movie has been one of those things in the back of my mind where I fucking hate this movie. Not because animation, because I hate everything about it necessarily. It's because of an event that happened to me because of that. What is? I would have probably gone... And been ignorant about that movie if I didn't know that. So. What is a what is a thing that got stuck in your head from like childhood and continually manages to come back? Mm, that's a good question. You go first. I, I'll I'll think of. Something. I didn't have uh, anything in mind. Oh okay. Um, continuously come back to mind. Well, just something that got um, stuck in your head way long ago. And refuses to leave your brain. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I remember the premise of the Barney's Wish movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. okay. Holy fuck, that reminds me of mine! Yeah. <laughs> There's this... So okay. Oh, mine's real. Mine's real quick. I remember as a kid, I watched a Barney movie when I was like three. There's a scene where there's a guy driving a food truck down the fucking road, and he throws <laughs> fries into a fryer, and those fries I always thought looked really fucking good, and I forgot what on earth that was until right. That's just... the same thing I was gonna bring up. So good. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> meal set up as he's driving for whatever reason it was so funny <laughs> no to me it was, it was just so like strange. it looked it always looked really good and i was like same like fucking hell dude food movie and food or food in movies looks really good yeah yeah fuck fuck the fuck the childhood thing what's the best looking food you've seen in movies or like uh, the cartoons cheese from goofy movie okay that's um, that's pretty strong and I say cheese because it, there's two cheese scenes. There's the the spray cheese, and then scene, there's the pizza. And 
Yeah, then there's the pizza that's super gooey for no fucking reason. And it looks like, great. Oh. Uh, there's oh. the apparently the fries from that food truck scene in, in Barney. Um, <laughs> that I remember from when I was like three. There's the food from District 9 where he goes into the fucking the shop when he's got like an alien arm. He's like, I, please, man, I need some food, man. And like, yeah, yeah those that food right there looks really fucking good. Uh... I always wanted to eat the pink slime from Ghostbusters 2 when I was younger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? And, and then everything cooked in Ratatouille looked like something I would really like to try. The, true, yeah. The, the, the Ratatouille itself looked really good. I thought that was like pepperoni and some other stuff. Yeah, same. That's not pepperoni, that's the vegetables and other stuff like that, but it still looks really good. So yeah, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. There was something else. Um, yeah, because uh, it's funny when I back when I was uh, going to AI, uh, uh, the teacher goes on about like how food is the most important thing if you're ma making a movie or something like that because you want uh, people to like see a food in an animation and be like it's almost like they're tasting that food. Well, yeah, in animated so, movies, I can imagine that's pretty good. That's a good yeah. principle to go by. Uh, there was the can Candy Skulls in... Uh, I don't know if it was either Scooby-Doo special or um, some other special with like the Day of the Dead or something like that. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to, to try the, the Candy Skulls and like know what, what's in them and stuff like that. They looked really good. Um... um Pretty much a lot of like Scooby Doo like stuff made food look really good because they, they oh you know what it would, would, would look good the Brood Witch from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. If you remember the Brood Witch. Hmm. No, I I I, I don't quite. Um the the Brood Witch was the the sandwich that Master Shake found when he digged underground, um and found like a it was like a. a sandwich that had horns and was like completely red and it was like had sun bleached tomatoes uh like um honey mustard mm. that was like like spicy honey mustard uh layers of turkey meat sandwich forged from like the layers of hell or something like that like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, just look up an image of the brood witch and it just looks really good uh <laughs> i got another one you remember that scene okay. in Emperor's New Groove where Kronk comes out and he's got a plate of spinach puffs? Yes! Always wanted to fucking try those. <laughs> spinach. Yeah, yeah. I actually have recently become a big fan of, like, spinach and shit. That sandwich looks goddamn awful. What are you talking about? Really? Okay, are you looking at the one that that's made by Benjamin yes. Babbage? Yes. Okay, Why did I fucking one. say? Yeah, I mean the one in the <laughs> yes. show looks. Oh uh, yeah, the one in the show looks okay. Yeah, yeah, that that one I I prefer better. I I don't care about the the, the one that the because that one falls apart. The one he makes, like he, he has to make it so like the horns don't fall off, huh. and it's it's weird. Uh, but yeah. That's my preference, but uh, you were talking about... Segway segueing from yeah, what yeah. we were just talking about, uh, I did say that yeah. the food from that fast food scene in District 9 looked pretty good. Uh, guess what's getting a fucking sequel? Uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. So, yeah, um, District 9 is starting its sequel run. They're writing uh, for, uh, for it right now. And we are super excited. Yeah. Um, I, I, no, before, before, I loved, before I was obsessed with the movie Sicario, I was obsessed with uh, District 9. It um, has been many years since we've seen anything from it. Uh, came out in 2009, and I'm not terribly great with math, and I don't know exactly what number, but it's been more than three. Yes. Because it, 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 it was so unique at the time, because found footage was being very popular after um, the, the Ghost movie that uh, I forget right uh, now. Blair Witch Project. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blair Paranormal Witch Activity. The there you go. Paranormal <laughs> Activity. <laughs> uh, Paranormal Activity made it, like, super popular at the time, and then uh, The Nine came out, uh, uh, the one with... Uh, uh, um, with the giant monster Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah, Cloverfield came out, and then, um, and that that changed up the game, and it was so unique because it was the one where it's uh, it was the first found footage where it wasn't a horror per se, but mm -hmm. it was just more like uh alien sci-fi. Well, then District Nine managed to do something really cool, which is take that found footage like angle and then like throw it away without it feeling like a jarring change. Because yes. you'll notice, like, maybe a quarter it, way through the movie, they lose the found footage angle, but they still keep it for bits and pieces through the movie, which is fucking amazing. I obsessed yeah. over the cinematography of that movie, because I wanted to make things that looked like it for the longest time. There's that fucking... where they break into the MNU office, and they're going into the basement to get the canister. There's that scene mm. where a guard comes around the corner, and he whips his gun up, and the fucking camera is mounted to the gun, and I always thought that was the sickest shit. I swear to God that still sticks with me. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, those, those weapons were super nice. Oh, the alien, the alien and human guns were so fucking good in that movie. Oh, man. Because it was filmed. You, you can. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna start talking about guns. <laughs> oh, oh, oh uh, yeah. Uh, mine was real quick. You can uh, continue us, but uh, mine was. Uh, um, you could really feel how heavy each alien weapon was and like the, the uh, just by looking at it you you know how much struggle he was with having from like keeping it uh the aim straight mm -hmm. especially with the mechanized uh suit that, that god was that mech really suit was so fucking cool um but because it was filmed in south africa there's a lot of really interesting firearms in that movie uh the main bad guy the bald dude uses an r4 a vector um mm. Which is a South African copy of an Israeli Galil rifle, which I fucking made me want one for the longest goddamn time. I, mm. I still want one. I think they're fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, it, it, everything about that movie is fucking great. I don't care what you say. Like, oh, it's, uh, it's about apartheid. It was really, really not all that clever. And it's like, no, shut the fuck up. It was very good. And I oh, oh, no, the apartheid sh shit was very clever because... Of course, you you would make that for a race that just came out of nowhere and decided to live in your uh live on Earth. Mind you, because most of the people I've talked we have that race. Most of the people I've talked to about this movie are white supremacists who didn't like it. Oh, okay. yeah. 
Um, okay. <laughs> but no, I thought the I thought the message was really good, and it made me it made like watching it again pretty recently made me like, huh, maybe maybe racism isn't great. <laughs> and because of that, the aliens are gonna come back. At oh no! Sure. My prediction for this next movie is gonna be exactly that: <laughs> is we are gonna see some crazy shit. Okay, so what I want them to do is I want the characters that were in the first one to come back. Oh, they absolutely but are. There's want... no way you can have District Nine without Wickus. Exactly, but I don't want them to be the main focus. I want them to be. Okay, we're following this new crew because of the aliens are back, all right, and so we're exploring the ship that just came back, um, and we're we're going more into where where the race comes from, what planet they come from. Oh no, don't do uh, no 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 no! You're taking okay. You can continue, but I have thoughts about this. <laughs> oh, what? Before I continue, like. What what, is, what what did you prefer? The, fir the first the first movie the first movie was gritty, grounded, had a nice emphasis on violence that was like done in a very nice manner. And to me, what made the first movie work was how it was like how it was structured and how it was filmed. To go in a different okay. direction with it at all would be to completely fuck up the entire like uh, idea of the first movie. So what they need to do okay, is it needs to be oh, okay, a, it needs to be a story about either. Like, I don't know where the fuck they're going to take it. I am not smart enough to think about where they could have taken it. I knew there was supposed to be a sequel. Okay. I did not ever but, figure but, out where the fuck it was supposed to go. Building off of that, then. Okay, then, then the movie will be... Uh, um, okay, you, you're you're right. You're totally right, because um, it should be more about like where the race is right now. Mm -hmm. So, I, I guess be, because they registered... Because uh, I think that was pretty much the 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 premise is uh they, they were trying to register each alien and where to shut them off to but, but let's say maybe human race has progressed a little bit more where they're allowing them to live in regular society but they still have some prejudged uh thoughts about this mm -hmm. alien race because of course they're going to be racist towards them and so um now we're going to see how some people treat these aliens and how others like uh don't allow them to work certain jobs and and then it changes once the the ship returns yeah so and for the so now it's all out war for the first half of the movie it's wickus right yeah. yes it's him as a prawn because he did turn into a prawn at the end of the last movie you can't tell me that you can't tell me he didn't like that's straight up canon i believe he is integrated into society like everybody else because it's been what like I feel like a retard for not knowing how long it's been since 2009. Uh it's been Ha, <laughs> uh... huh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> it's been over 22 years. No, it absolutely has not. Cuz this movie would have had to this years? movie would have been yeah, it's been 19 years or something like that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh no, 11 years. Math, right? No, that'd be that'd be 20, 20, 21, 12 years. Hey guys, uh can you guess that I fucking failed math class really really hard? It... Oh, wait, yeah, you know what? It is 12. Yeah, yeah, you know, I forget we're in 2021. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're you're totally right. Okay. 
Yeah. So, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 12 years after they left, they haven't returned because it'd be a fucking cop out to have the three years thing be actually legit. Twelve years have passed. The aliens have begun to to be ingratiated into society because the world at large has been like, "Hey, you guys are treating them like pricks, putting them in concentration camps. Uh, this is not great anymore. Don't do that." So they're reintegrated into society, and we're trying to see what we're gonna see is the first bit is Wick is trying to reintegrate into society and realizing like, "Hey, you know, we're still treated, we're still treated like shit," and blah 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 blah. And I think. From there is where we're going to get the conflict because eventually they might come back. I don't know if they're ever going to come back. I don't know if I would trust just some random alien, uh, which is because I'm a disgusting racist human. <laughs> oh but I don't know if I'd trust them, so I don't know if they're going to come back. And from there, I have no idea where the fuck the story's probably going to go. I don't even know if it's going to go that way. For all, for all we know, District the new District Nine movie is going to be about. Uh, Alien cowboys or something. Right. Uh, yeah. Don't remind me of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close to seeing that movie, and then someone told me it's really bad, and then I didn't see that movie. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Sorry. Uh. Let's uh quickly go in. There's a bunch of stuff. I guess we're just gonna skip over because we. we oh yeah, we've been we've been going a while. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'm just gonna skip into like Belheim. Uh, me and Ryan have been playing that for a little. Yes, bit. we've been playing it with um, some 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 buds, some friendos. Yes. Um. So I guess first thing first, what is our overall like thought so far? It is it is an early access game that I don't regret buying. Yes. It's only twenty dollars, and that's that 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 speaks volume for a twenty dollar game that is that high maintenance, especially early access. That that's amazing. Um, uh, I we talked about it before of how what was the last like early access game that we like gave high praise to Tarkov and, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that too. That's also a year. Uh, um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, for me, it's rare. I don't think I, I've ever had like an early access game that I can think of as a recent that just blew my mind out of the waters. Like this is the best things ever because most like early access games already turn into like battle royales or they turn into, uh, uh, more competitive among us shit, uh, that or, I, I, I just never get into. Or like they go <laughs> so, the route of Daisy and they just... They don't deliver on any of the promises that they 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 set out, and then they 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 go to a full release, and it's just they either die or what ends up happening is they like fucking rely on the community to mod the game into being good. Exactly. Yeah, they where so where Valheim does right is that it is it is an early access game done right in that it is a it is the the skeletal structure. Of a very fucking addictive game. Yes. I legit... Um, I have to stop myself from booting it up when I'm not playing with my friends. Because I know I'm not going to have as good a time. But it is like crack. I'll be sitting at work and I'll be like... I can't wait until we get to go do this. Or I, I want to go see if this is a thing. And I want to like... I was thinking about this house design. And 
it is 100% like crack cocaine, man. I think the thought that came to my mind uh, last time we played was, what was the last time you wanted to actually go into an adventure in a game? Like, you actually had the, the, the thrill to, like, go and check out new places. New, exactly. Uh, discover new things. Build new things. That it not only makes on its promise, to say it's similar to Minecraft is a very understatement. Like, I never wanted to do all that in Minecraft. I just wanted to build, destroy, and whatever. So, do whatever I, I think a better way to phrase it would be that Valheim is Minecraft, but with a point. Yes. Yes. That isn't that to say is... that Minecraft is pointless. I know I'm going to get a lot of a lot of folks who are not happy with me about that. But it's uh it feels more concentrated than Minecraft. Kind of like Tarkov is a more uh refined version of what DayZ and other battle royale games mm-hmm. have done. It it does that for Minecraft. So you've got crafting, base building, hunting, uh all that good shit, but you've also got a very nice, like, I can't say enough good shit about this game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the the words that were tried to describe this game it really does not match our feelings. Because I, I told Ryan, like, this has been the first game since Halo, since we've ever, like, got together and played, like, every, like, point in time together and wanted to like do fun stuff here Mm -hmm. and it really is it gives a good feeling it does it it, it's not frustrating there's never been a point in this game i know that's not universal i know there are people who get frustrated with this game because i've encountered one (laughs) but um it's not a frustrating video game where it's it's like you know, you you get you get tilted and you get fucking you know so pissed off you don't want to play anymore. I die all the goddamn time and I still I'm having a blast. Yeah, it's just pick yourself back up, get your stuff, and then you know keep on. It's playing. a comfy. And, it's a comfy game. And I hate right. I hate that phrase. Oh, it's comfy. It's a comfy game, but no, it is legitimately a comfortable video game where you can sit it, it really and is. just plink away at doing whatever you're doing. I uh, right now. My biggest focus isn't keeping my dumbass alive. It's expediting and refining my mining camp. <laughs> right. <laughs> we we we're having fun like making make believe like companies of uh, on mining and like uh pulling down trees and stuff like that. And it's just it, it's something where uh Everyone's welcome, no matter what stretch of like video game you come from, and it's great to have like a a HUD almost for a, a video game. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, the art style is kind of ugly in that in that like PlayStation One sort of style. Like if you get really close to a lot of the character models, you'll see that they're like they got about as much polygons as a as a PlayStation One model. Yeah. But the lighting. The lighting and the texture work on the environment and the way that the world is generated. I've never seen a floating rock in this game. At, out right. in the wild. I've never seen a, a fucking... You know what I mean? Like It's not like other games where it's the, the world generation leads to really weird shit. This game actually does yeah. good at, at world generation. 
Yeah, because even it, I think like because it it has this PS2 model, it gives it that authenticity. Uh, awesome, wow, authenticity where uh, you can play with like um, gravity and uh, physics, and it doesn't look weird. Like like you said, it really gives it that beautiful look without making things look ugly. So. Uh, one thing that stood out to me that most studios don't do is before you even start the game, it gives you a list of patches that have come out recently yeah. that have messed up the game. So it, they're always updating you on things that can go wrong. But if something goes wrong, let them know because they'll they'll work on it because it's an early access and they want to make the perfect game. And it's totally worth all the money that you put down into it, and I oh, yeah. fully support where this game is going. One of the things I really try to hammer home in a lot of the videos I, I've been writing is that the metric that I base a game off of is is 100% like, do I feel like I got fucked out of my money when I bought this game? Exactly. As I like to talk about that in a lot of the videos that I'm writing. So, it, it, to, to see a game that is actually worth the fucking tag that they asked me for, and more, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, I... Uh, uh, I can't wait for... So, so uh, just to finish up a little bit more, um, overall, we're, uh, if we give this a rating, what, what, what's our rating? Nine and a half out of ten. I'm really fucking happy with this game. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, once it 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 gets more things going for it, I I want to see it in the ten bracket. That's that's where I want to see it. Um, I, I know it's a lot to deliver, but yeah, nine point five is definitely the the right meter. Um, but yeah. So so yeah. Uh, go check out Val. Go get Valheim. Go check that out. Uh, definitely recommend. Go check us out. We'll be streaming Valheim tomorrow every Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow, uh, or, or whenever <laughs> the Sunday that's passing. Whenever the the out. Sunday after uh, this podcast was recorded. Yes. So yeah, check us out every Sunday. We'll be streaming our progression. Fun stuff will be happening, and maybe drama. Hopefully not. But um, <laughs> more more stuff. We'll uh, be coming out on our end and go check us out. Thrills, uh, chills, uh, and automobiles. Yes. <laughs> uh, um. Hey. Uh. But yeah. Um. I was gonna talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but uh, I think I'll save that for another time. I'm still progressing through the game. Not much to say. Uh. It's. It gives the full Viking aesthetic as much as Valheim. It. You get to go raid places and, like, use some of the stuff that you've stolen from those, like, communities to build your own community. I like that. So I, I wish I, I wish I had a console. <laughs> yeah. I know it's on PC, but, but shut up. I'm not going to talk about my PC save, right now. Save up for a PS5. I don't know. Use that, use that uh, stimulus check and get a PS5. I'm using that stimulus check to buy body armor and get myself in a new apartment. <laughs> Body armor is essential. I don't give a shit what my girlfriend says. It is a needed item. <laughs> Ryan, you, you, nobody's going to be shooting at you. You're just paranoid. We live in fucking... We, I'm going to be moving to Lexington. 
Lexington is about 140 miles east of Louisville. I am not chancing that shit. Goddamn. <laughs> Louisville. Oh, people are like, oh, Louisville's not that bad. Go to Louisville. Go to fucking Louisville. Go go to go go Louisville. Go to the land of go to the land of the Brianna Taylor incident. Uh, uh, is that what yes. happened? Yes. Oh. There are still businesses oh, that are shit. boarded up. Um, um, so finishing up, uh, last little bit, uh, um, uh, so Life is Strange is, 3 is going to be announced soon. Yeah, I um, uh, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can. I can actually uh, very much wait for this. Yeah. And there's a reason why we can both wait, because uh, we both agree that Life is Strange 2 wasn't really all that good. It was... I okay so okay so what I what I what happened with me was the same thing that happened with me watching like Gravity Falls, is I Life is Strange one I this season I fucking devoured it I didn't give it a sit I didn't wait I waited for all of it to be out powered through each and every second of it one sitting no rest final destination, uh, that's why I got obsessed with it is because it fucking hooked me, and I finished it, I haven't played the second okay. one. I stopped giving a fuck, and now I'm just not yes. at all excited for the third. Okay, so I I I I definitely have your hot takes, and I'll give you a reason why. If you can find somebody to watch and watch a walkthrough for Life is Strange Two, do it. Um, but I would not recommend picking it up. It it was not great. Um, so. It, 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 so Life is Strange Two pretty much uh, follows these two Mexican uh, kids. Youths. I talk, I'm sorry, it's youths. I'm sorry for the, the, the not right vernacular. Latino. Yeah, Latinos. Or Latin X, um, if you want to be really inclusive. <laughs> I'm gonna piss somebody off someday. I'm I'm ignorant in the I am... I'm not sure what everyone's like correct political stances and i just want i'm to say okay things. clear the air something wicked podcast is an apolitical space where there will be no political bias whatsoever i do have inherent political biases that i do harbor and that do creep into my opinions but i'm not gonna ram shit down your throat so i'd ask i'd ask uh i'd ask the the same in return we we, we really enjoy everyone and I'm friends with we, I'm we, friends we with agreed. everybody. People all over the spectrum I'm friends with. Yeah, basically we it both agreed when we made this podcast no politics. Because the last one no got completely ass fucked by it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember his I name. remember exactly every word no, I don't remember every word, but I remember the word that got used the whole bunch. Oh god. <laughs> Well, that's a that he's a story for another. We're day. yeah, that'll be a bonus episode on our Patreon. Um, yeah. By the way, go subscribe. I'm joking. <laughs> we don't have one. Ah, uh, no, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. So ba basically, in Life of Strange Two, you follow this kid who has uh telekinetic powers, and you you play as the brother who tries to help him control. You don't even get to play as the kid, but um. Yeah, and then you go into the uh, into this whole politicalness about 
Um, the because this was made in 2016, where pre. I don't. I don't know if you guys know, but tensions were pretty high that year. Yeah, it's all there's some prejudges to Latin Americans. I don't even think it was made in 2016. I may be wrong about that. Uh, I think it was like came out in 2017, 18. It was around the time where the world event happened that made people not happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, very tensions were high, and so Life is Strange or Square Enix. Decided to take advantage of this and make a uh, a, a game based on struggles like that, uh, and honestly, it was just too heavy-handed. It the, like you feel for these kids who lost their father um, because of an a terrible like incident with a cop, but at the same time, it's like they're they're. Some things were like subtle in the first Life is Strange. I I, I don't know about you, like the the fact that um, uh, Chloe and Max were, uh, I I guess depending on your choices, they they're, they're pretty much lesbian. Um, <laughs> but it it wasn't their main like character. It wasn't their entire. They're defining. They weren't billed in the they're, credits as lesbian one and lesbian two. Exactly. This kind of, like, built on that where, like, oh, you're, Me- you're Mexican or Lat- Latinos? Okay, uh, let's, let's talk about oh, the wall. Oh, you're, you're, you're Mexican or Latino? Name every dish that comes out of Mexico. <laughs> Is where I thought you were going with no. that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're not from Detroit if you don't do that yet, I know. Um, yeah, um, but, but it was, like, for, okay, so, like, with Life is Strange, it had sort of, like, a confined adventure, almost like a Twin Peaks, because they make a joke, because it's like Twin Peaks, and you sort of get used to traveling around this town, meeting these characters, and, um, you, you feel for Chloe being in a struggling family who lost their fa- uh, father can't pay for like bills and stuff like that and but in this i feel nothing for the characters because i just met them and i'm always i'm forced to feel something for them if you're forced to feel something for a character you feel does nothing. it does it start off by trying to make you just give a shit about them like the most ham-fisted way ever yes okay like, like it's almost like you, it, the the writing is told that you know these characters for a long time, but you've only just met them, and yeah, um, I think the only feeling I've had towards anything in this game was, uh, I had a feeling towards Chloe's dad who shows up in a trailer park, and he talks about how, well, depending on your choice, um, if you chose to let Chloe die, um. He has a uh, he has a uh, sort of dialogue about him remembering his stepdaughter about how much he didn't really hate her. He just cared so much about her and uh, the and her mother mm-hmm. that that he tried so much to protect them, and in the end he kind of failed. Um, and then, uh, or if you chose to let Chloe live, 
he talks about how like him patching things up with his daughter was like the best decision because now they can move forward and try to bring a family together someday. And yeah, that's the only feeling I've ever had towards anything that's happened because you feel like I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad you didn't become like a terrible person near the end of that game. And so, yeah. Um, um, uh, but yeah, so overall, I, I did not care much for Life is Strange 2. Um, and it, I'm very curious of where they're going to go with Life is Strange 3 because all they've shown as of recently is uh, they've showed Max's back. Oh, man. In a purple shadow, and then that's it. So I guess Max is coming back. And Are you ready? Who knows? Huh? Are you ready for the, the Maxing? <laughs> I am Maximized. I am Maximum Overdrive. I'm, I'm ready for Hot Dog Man. Hot Dog say. Man was the shit. <laughs> See, I love how it turned into something nothing and then everyone pushed for hot dog man. Uh uh you, you know what you know what I did feel for uh, another character I did feel for? Wow. There was a, they had a small game or mini game they they came Oh yeah, like a like a, a downloadable expansion. I or, I was thinking, I was thinking about that cuz I was like where the fuck what happened with that? Yeah, yeah. So he uh, I think it was Captain Spear, whatever yeah. his name is. I think it was. Uh, uh, he had an interesting thing where I, you, you're led to believe maybe his powers is imagination or uh, oh now uh, is he does he have telekinetic powers and will, because he lived in a uh, rundown family will he use his powers to fucking kill everyone like um, Chronicle <laughs> like. I was kind of thinking that was going to be Life is Strange too, but it, nope, that that wasn't going to be the thing. And so, uh, depending on your choice, that character gets really badly hurt because of the main characters. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, that 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 gets fucked. <laughs> so, um, other than that, yeah, Life is Strange two was not great. Um, I I kind of enjoyed before the storm i i don't know if you remember that right? i do vaguely uh, okay okay um that one had a premise where did i tell you why how much it doubled down on how creepy warren was no okay okay um so the there's a character that chloe is friends with he's a guy character okay and he 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 pretty much has a small crush on Chloe, uh, and throughout this whole series, you're, you guys are pretty cool and stuff like that, until you find out, um, uh, until you get into some dangerous situations with a drug dealer, and he tries to protect you in a white knight situation, mm -hmm. but he pretty much tries backing you into a corner with a gun, and um, it comes to a situation where he's like, you... Um, I'm trying to protect you. Why don't you love me like I love you? And it gets really creepy. Then it turns out you find out that that's uh, uh, that him and Warren are super good friends. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that all makes sense now. Yeah, I told I told one of my friends this who let Max kiss Warren at the end, 
And I'm like, why would you do that? And he's like, I don't know. He kind of, he kind of, like, he was a nice guy. Die. Right, right. And I'm like, no. <laughs> do you not understand that the the whole writing is telling you that Warren is creepy as hell? And he's like, I didn't think he was creepy. It's like, like oh, all right, so your friend is really suspect now. Right. <laughs> he's not creepy. He's just misunderstood. I relate to him. I wonder why. Gee. <laughs> so yeah, uh, um, not self. Don't, don't go with the white knights. <laughs> That's what I learned at least. Uh, but um, yeah. So yep. Uh, Life is Strange two wasn't great, but yeah. Here comes Life is Strange three, which I hope they just wrap up on what Max, how Max got her powers, and what is all this freaky shit that's going on in like. Uh, the West right now. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I I have no like premise of what Life is Strange three is gonna be about because it could be about anything at this point. It, it especially, um, they tried to do a comic run about if you made uh, since a lot of people some people made the choice of letting Chloe live, um. Max does some time traveling bullshit in there that messes up her timeline. So it could even be about that for all we know. So who knows? So, yep. <clears throat> that's, that's my take on life is strange three coming out. Um, we'll see. I, there's more information that's going to be coming out on the 18th. Uh, so we'll get back to you on that. Yes, uh, we will give hot takes. Uh, but yep. I think that pretty much wraps things up. Um, so, yeah, if you want to listen to more Something Wicked podcasts, you can go ahead and uh, follow us on everything, pretty much. Twitter, Instagram, IMDB, yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> Just follow me. <laughs> follow me in real life. Uh, I've done this joke already. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, follow us on YouTube. Spotify, uh, we're on iTunes. Go check us out there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at podcast one at. Oh, sorry, I got that wrong already because it's so freshly new because I changed the uh, the username. But yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're something wicked podcast one. Um, you can email us at something wicked podcast one at gmail dot com. Uh, if you have any more questions, please let us know. Anything you would like us to talk about, go ahead and send that our way. Um, and that's pretty much it. That, Anything else before we leave? No, nah, that will conclude it. You are relieved. At ease. Dismissed. Um, I guess happy St. Patrick's Day? When? I don't know. I, I don't happy <laughs> happy uh march everybody see ya bye